guys, welcome back to Unveil. This is your girl, Lady Rose. Okay, today's topic is life lessons. And the reason why I wanted to say life lessons because we all went through something in our period of life. And honestly, we're all grown adults now. We've learned and we experienced a lot. So we just want to pass down some wisdom to the next generation so they could take it and, you know, learn from our mistakes or learn from things that we conquered or not, right? So I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves. I have a friend all the way from Washington. You want to introduce yourself, girl? Hello, hello. My name is Kajika. I'm from Edmonds, Washington, Washington Ooh. State. Ooh. Hello, everyone. Okay. Uh, what up? It's Mondo. Hi, my name's Jose. Hi, Joanna. Hi, my name's Sean. I know him as asking. Uh, yeah, sunshine. <laughs> okay. So my first question is, what's your biggest fear and how are you conquering that? Kajika. When I read that question first, it's a really hard one to answer. Really? I think, yeah, at different stages in my life, that fear has changed. Mm, okay. So before I was a mom, my mm -hmm. biggest fear was not measuring up to what society wants me to measure up to. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And then after I became a mom, my fear, as dramatic as it sounds, my biggest fear is losing my children. Whether it's being stolen, taken, you name it, just yeah. losing my kids in any which way, shape, or form. You see, this is why I don't want kids. Why? I don't want to go through this. I'm scared. Yes, I understand, especially that everything's going on, even in schools, the shootings and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like, is it safe to, for them to even go to school? Damn. I tell you, girl. Damn. How, so what do you tell yourself so you could calm down? Because you have, you know, more than one child then. So how do you control that? Like, what do you tell yourself or what do you do? Well, I do a lot of self -talk. I Okay, I think we're losing her. I'm gonna skip you, Kajik, because uh, I lost connection with you. So, Mondo, what do you think um, is one of your fears, and have you conquered them? <clears throat> um, it's uh, it's definitely. I mean, it's not really even too bad, but it's just uh, not being able to to provide and and care for my fam. I guess, like, you know leaving this world and not leaving them with anything mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i don't or or in other words like just not being not being able to raise them right right it's it's a different type of fear but i fear like i want to make sure i raise them right to where that they got a good head on their shoulders all their lives yeah because if they don't that like i'm scared of you know the drug game the game yeah like there's a lot of shit in this world that's not good yeah so my biggest fear is that not not being able to influence them correctly or or enough to where I lose them to the streets, yeah, or to gambling or whatever it is, you know. Mm -hmm. You just don't don't wisen them up enough. That's my biggest fear. Yeah, as a father. As a father, come and say, I'm gonna have you. Is that why you try to uh, interact with them more and have spend time with oh, them for sure. so you could be the influence? Oh, for sure. That's what's up. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Damn, so it's so different from <clears throat> a parent and a single person. Because I fear other things. That's you guys are just yeah. naming your children. No. Damn, I'm just fearing for myself. <laughs> no, facts. no, facts, right. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. What about you? Uh, I think, yeah, for me, it's kind of the same thing. Like, not being able to, to protect 
you know, with my kids or yeah. provide for my kids. Yeah. That's my biggest fear, you know, for for them to um, want something and not be able to have it or need something and not be able to, you know, a house or food or, you yeah. know, those are my biggest fears because, uh, you know, I, I went through that as a kid, so I know how it feels. Yeah, you don't want your kids and to experience the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I just think it's, you know, um, it's every parent's nightmare. You know, yeah. for something to happen to your kid. Yeah. So. What about you? Do you have a... Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. I could sound dramatic, but every single day I'm like, oh, I, this could happen. This could happen. I mean, yeah. you see it all around. Yeah. And it's, it is your worst nightmare. Yeah. But, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Yeah. You just have to... Well, for me, it's I pray each and every day and morning for them, okay. you know, every single day and just trust that God's going to, you know, protect them and right. and whatever happens, it's going to happen. Right. Yeah. That's the only thing we can really do. Yeah. Yeah. I think because we love them so much, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's true is. love. <laughs> is it different love from a mom and a dad or no? I think, I think it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I think it yeah. could yeah. be for sure. Yeah. I think it's a different type. Because yeah. a father is always meant to provide and a mother's always there to like cover over them. But yet you as a father, you got to protect over your kids and your wife. It's not yeah. just your kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's a little true. bit more on like the father's side. So more double yeah. the, the load. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, oh yeah, my bad. That's your biggest your fear. I'm sorry, I almost had to skip you. I was selfish over here. <laughs> my fear is, oh, I don't. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my fear is after after death. Um, we all here, where there's a heaven and there's a hell, mm-hmm. and a lot of people, we don't talk about these things because a lot of people don't like hearing things about hell. Because we're so focused here on earth yes. and making it here and surviving yes. all that stuff. And it goes back to going to our kids. Yeah. Where is my example for my kids to live a better life? Because let's say after after dying, there isn't another life. But yet you live the good life. How? Uh, what's his name? Mondo, Mondo. Armando says, yeah. you know, you gave the greatest example for your kids. Uh-huh. And you did that for them. Yeah. So maybe if there's not an afterlife, but at least you did and you gave the best you could for yeah. your kids, you know? Yeah. And that's like my fear because if if they follow my steps and they say, okay, I give my life to the Lord because I want to go to heaven, like let's say my father. Yeah. Because that's our greatest hope. Yeah. At least in my side, that's our greatest hope. And I think that should be our hope for everybody. Right. We want to go to heaven. You know, yeah. If there is an afterlife. Because I go both ways. People say, like, oh, this doesn't exist. Okay, well, it's... We're going it to find out soon. Exactly. We'll <laughs> find day. out today. Yeah. We, we, do, we do go on to another... Exactly. You know, to another... If there is another life. Yeah. But, like Kamano says, I want to give that greatest example to my kids so they can follow my steps mm-hmm. and be greater mm-hmm. here on earth because that's, you know, that's who I want to be. Right. And then going back to my fear for my kids, I don't want to be a failure to them. Get me? Mm, yeah. So how do I, Straight how up. do I conquer that? 
just giving my life every day to the Lord and try to be the best I can. For right. Him, you know. Yeah. That's Not a... just to be best for the Lord, but just to be better for my kids. You know. Yeah. Because I don't want them to go what I went through. Yeah. You know. I feel it. I feel it. I think. Well, I don't have kids, <laughs> so <laughs> I can. I can. You know. I can relate. I can't. I mean. But as for me, I, as a single woman, I. I. My biggest fear is getting raped. That's my mm. fear. Like constantly when I go to sleep, I'm like, okay, God, <laughs> you know, I'm going to set yeah. this, you know, I have certain things next to me. So I'll protect myself, you know, mm. and, um, I put stuff around so I could hear noises so I could get to work. Cause I don't have a dog to, you know, let me know, at least give me a couple of minutes, you know, to wake yeah, up. <laughs> right. But that's one of my biggest fears. Kind of like, because since we were kids, we women have the tendency to, you know, when you're walking alone, you pick up your keys and, you know, you put in, you know, the keys so you're ready to stab someone because mm -hmm. you never know. Like one time I was in yeah. Washington and I was walking to work and this white van stopped and I was like, and he asked me for a ride. And I was like, oh, no, I'm good, sir. <laughs> you know, but next thing I know, I didn't have anything to protect myself with. So I took two sharpened pencils so I could stab him in the eye or stab him, you know, in the neck. That's what I thought, self-defense, because I'm not going to go down without a fight. That's my mentality. Yeah, so, sure. but that's as a woman, and um, I guess anybody, even if you have a man or if you have, you know, it could happen, yeah. right? But that's me. That's, that's what crosses my mind all the time. Like, I need to be ready for that, right? So that's what I do to conquer my fears. Um, so my next question is, have you ever, oh my God, okay, yeah, I have a couple of them. Okay, have you ever had uh, near-death experiences? Kajika, have you ever had near-death experiences? I have not had any near-death experiences. You never had, that. No, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Really? Okay. Oh, okay. I haven't. I mean, I've, I've fainted, you know, I've been knocked out, but I haven't had any near-death experiences. Oh, okay. The reason why I asked that because one time I was being dumb, right? I was texting and driving. You shouldn't do that, people. <laughs> and I was driving through the freeway. You know, in Jefferson, there's like a little hill, mm -hmm. right? So um, I was going like 90 miles per hour. Only? No, only, right? Because I was in a hurry. I was late for work. <laughs> only. <laughs> right? So I, I turned the wheel a little bit, just a little bit. Next thing you know, I'm going in circles in the freeway. And one car hits me and then another car hits me. And I was oh. like, oh my God, I'm about to die because there's a hill and I let go of the wheel. And I was like, okay, God, take me now, right? But then another uh, truck passed the, like, the electricity type of trucks, yeah. hit me, and then it finally stopped. And I was like, oh my God, I'm alive, right? Wow. So when I, when I came, the cops came and the guys came down and I didn't cry. I did not cry. I was like, oh my God, I'm alive. But the moment I saw the man, I was like, oh my God, I started crying like the little girl. My legs were shaking and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I almost died, right? And also been in those two shootings that, you know, my even my car got a bullet hole. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. But for some reason, stuff happens. <laughs> so it kind of makes me feel like if God still has me here, it's for a reason. <laughs> Right. So I don't think I'm going to die anytime soon, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, man? Have you ever had any? Yeah, um, I could think of three off the top of my head. One was the car accident. Oh, okay. You, oh, okay. Um, and it's funny because off off of uh, Grapefruit Boulevard uh -huh. yeah, and, yeah. and um, Orchard, so by like, um, by like Barrio Nuevo. Okay. 
I was going slow. I never go slow at that, you know, at that age. I was always driving fast. I was in a Mazda 6 mm -hmm. Sport. Like, it was fast car. Yeah. And I'm dipping. I'm going like 30, 40, I maybe. Have to be young. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going slow, super slow for no reason. But I don't oh, have slow. but I don't have my seatbelt on. Mm. So this Jeep Commander comes in front of me and just stops. So any faster, I would have definitely gone through the windshield. Like it's a small car. Right. It's a small car. And it, it damaged the hell out of that car. And I was only going like 30, 40. Wow. I bumped my head on the sunroof. It was horrible. It was a mess. I got I got uh, taken by ambulance to the hospital. Really? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And that was 30, 40 miles per hour. The wow. speed limit's like 55 right there. Yeah. Did so, you ever, did you ever usually I, you're like, I'm going to wear a seatbelt? Well, no, I wear my seatbelt every time now. Oh, okay. I never don't wear my seatbelt. Because when you've been in car accidents, don't you feel like, okay, you kind of get a little scared when you get behind the wheel? Yeah. yeah. yeah I was traumatized for probably like a good month. Yeah. When I would go through intersections like that, I would like be like, oh shit, like, is he gonna come? Is he gonna like. Yeah, I double check. In front of me, too, yeah. like, you know, like, you kind of like brace yourself when you, when I would see a car pull up like that, it's like, oh damn. Like, another time was we went to the river uh, over in Thermal or wherever it's at. And it was already nighttime, so the currents were a little stronger. And I noticed I had, I was lying down in the water. It was like a little, it was like a, just a rio, a basic rio. But at the end, there's like a, a fall, okay. like, a, like a little waterfall. And that just goes off, probably through the salt and sea. I don't know. And I noticed, you know, the fam was over there doing their thing. And here I am in the water, and that thing's taking me. That thing started taking me, so I had to grab onto the rocks. I was like grabbing. I was trying to grab onto something. <laughs> and I finally grabbed onto two solid rocks. Yeah. Because it wasn't too deep. Yeah. But it was still taking me. It was like a hydroplane. I was oh like, my <laughs> so I, and I, you know, I looked and I was close. I was close to going down the little, they probably never would have noticed. Yeah. You know, like, so it was too are, late. You were like, did he go back? <laughs> yeah. They probably would have never noticed. And then the last one was the same place. We were at the fucking Rio again on the bottom. And so I jump in thinking my uncle was there. Yeah. And no one's there and I'm underwater. I'm just like trying oh, to, no. I'm trying to grab onto somebody and no one's in sight. And I'm just like, the water's like right here. I can't. And it's a Rio. You know, there's no lifeguards or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I finally, I finally feel my uncle uh -huh. and I grab onto dear life to his belt and I push myself up <laughs> and he grabs me. And I was just like, <laughs> I was all like, I was choking on water. It was, yeah. it was nuts. And I'll, I'll never forget those moments because they were, you know, to me, they were very scary moments. And where, I bet you were panicking. So oh, that I, did was not panicking like oh, I was panicking dude. like crazy. I was panicking like crazy. Yeah. Thank God, so, you're, yeah. you're like, I love my life. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and yeah, I was a kid and I was probably like, like six, seven years old. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? You were a little kid. Yeah, that car accident, I was already older. Fabian was like probably a year or two. Oh, so you already had him. Yeah, his car seat was in the car and everything. I didn't, I was gonna take him. I didn't take him. Like it was a right. it was a crazy experience. That wow. car accident. That car accident was a crazy experience. It's really long, that's scary. Yeah, what that's that's guys? yeah, that's it. Have you? Uh, I've had a similar experience. It was in a car um, when I was younger, probably like ten years ago. I was drinking. I was smoking. I was all the above. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, you know, I was partying and I was going home actually. I was done. I was going home and I started texting 
So the taxi. It's the taxi. Yeah. <laughs> it's the taxi. And don't text guys. And uh, I was, you know, I was driving, and up ahead there was, you know, a curve, and I didn't turn. I went oh, straight. Wow. And the, and I went to the other side of the road, and the other car t-boned me. And all the airbags went off. I hit the window. <gasps> My mouth was like cut open all inside. Did you see like a slow motion kind of thing? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. And then like I stopped and I, like you're, it's almost like you're in shock, you know? So, uh, so yeah, that, that, that was like, uh, I was pretty scary and it was like uh, a time in my life when I decided to like change things around. So that's what made you one of the reasons to like stop doing all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it was just. Have you put your phone down when you're driving? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't text and drive, you know. I mean sometimes but Yeah, I know. You know I, I feel don't it. do it. I don't do it, you know. I try have to, to live it in the trunk or something. <laughs> it's a habit. It's I like don't a know bad more. habit. I don't text and drive. I can anymore. I can plug it to my car and you can like talk to it. Yeah, you know, you know so Oh it's my easier. car's not that fancy, so. people hate that I don't text them back but I'm not I was driving. Yeah. If I'm not wearing my watch and I can't tell you, I'm not gonna text you yeah. back. I just don't. Sorry. I don't do it no more. I don't do it no more. Yeah. I can't. Play, play. No, I know. <laughs> what about you? I don't think I have no? any. Okay. No. Okay. Not even your accident. No, well, that was my fault though. But yeah, but that was near death experience. Um, I was in a rush. Yeah, it's an accident. She didn't want to mention thing. it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it takes a lot. Oh, come on. Yeah, I was in a rush. Um, I remember that my or I was living with my aunt back then, and her stepdaughter was gonna leave to go to like with her friends, uh-huh. and she was gonna leave her little brother there by himself because she thought that I was on my way home. I'm like, I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I well, I have to leave, and I was like, I didn't text her back. I just immediately got into the car and mm-hmm. went straight over there. Yeah. Um, I, it was on Dinah Shore, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know how like there's, um, there's several lights. lights. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Together. Yeah. So I thought I was looking at the one in the front, not the one. No. Oh, that happens. Yeah. yeah. I know. So I went and, um, the car that was on this side about to turn and I was going straight. She still came and you know, we hit each other. Ooh. And, yeah. Hit on then. Yeah. Oh. I mean, nothing happened. I was okay no scratches of obviously bruised up because i had the seatbelt on and it was like it was hard to take off after she had the seatbelt on <laughs> I, know. I, know. I, know. I just think that i wasn't speeding then <laughs> i mean i wasn't speeding um right. i was like oh it's green i gotta go but you know um yeah. well, you a brand new driver that's why too oh i was oh. yes and i'm still to this day traumatized saving i know chart. you're probably like looking at nothing <laughs> yeah, double no, checking. I'm like, let me yeah. see. Yeah, double checking, girl. Yeah, I no, feel same. like Damn. I know. You see, we lessons learned. <laughs> the hard way. I was not yeah. texting. Oh, okay, that's good. Right. Right, fine, fine. Throw me under the bus. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. What about you? I think we've all had um, experiences I think so. with cars on yeah. just near well, death. Oh. Well, technically, uh, <laughs> we, there's more chances to crash than a plane to crash. So yeah. that's what they say. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, mine was a car, too. I, uh, that time in my life, my mom had had a stroke. Oh, okay. So I had just got a job and I was brand new. Like, I had never worked in my life. And getting up at five in the morning, like, dude. Yeah, you're not used to that time, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I woke up, um, I was going to work, and I was coming. We used to live in Talavera, and there's that street, Madison. It's just straight. It's just yeah. straight. 
Um, and then there's a canal. Well, I fell asleep. I knocked out the whole Oh my way. God, what? Yeah, I knocked out and I was in the car and all I remember the speedometer was all the way, like it was shaking. Damn. It was, yeah, it was an old car, it was a, it was like a 1986 oh, okay. Toyota Tercel. So the speedometer, <clears throat> it said 80, but it was like, you know, it was shaking. So all I remember is opening my eyes. I, I heard a voice that said, hey, like you know, they called me. So when I heard A, I was going straight to the canal. So when I slammed on the brake, it was a long thing where I, where I, you know, I almost, I almost hit it. Yeah. Wow. I almost hit it. Didn't, didn't, didn't hit it or nothing. But That's yeah. scary, bro. Dude, yeah. honestly, I think. And I, but I fell asleep like the whole <laughs> road. I remember turning, and then there was a like a truck parked there because the water district's right there. Uh-huh. They had like yeah. a, a tractor right there. I remember passing it. That was it. The whole way, all the way to the canal, I, I knocked wow. out. Damn, dude. That's a good alignment. Really That's a good alignment yeah. right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was holding it. Like, I remember, because, I mean, I, I drive and I kind of, like, chill, you know, like this. So, I remember just holding the steering wheel. Wow. I knocked out like that. Oh, so, like, okay. my foot, obviously, when you, your body, you go to sleep. Yeah, it falls, it just, yeah, heavy. Like, yeah. You know, it was heavy, so I was going, a todo. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, so the third question, I was Tam. I'm glad you guys are all here, by the way. <laughs> you too, did you go? Straight up, yeah. Okay, so the third question. In a period of your life, have you ever had a turning point that enough is enough? Kajika. Yes, I have. Probably a few different periods in my life. Okay, tell me, please. Well, I don't know. It depends on the stage in my life, right? There's probably, let me think. The first biggest one was when I was a teenager in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up getting bullied a lot. Just, you know, on the wrong side of students, I guess. Right. Didn't have the greatest experience in school. And when I reached high school, I was just, I was over it. I was done with it. I had to stick up my ass. I didn't want to deal with anybody. In class. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I didn't want to deal with anybody. <laughs> I didn't want to deal with anybody's attitude and. I just wanted to leave, so at the end of my school year, every school year in high school, I would leave and go to Panama. Mm-hmm. And one year, when I graduated, I left and just never came back. I remember calling my mom over there and being like, yeah, mom, I know I said I'd come back after summer was over, but I can't get on that plane today. Really? I'm going to live here. She was like, what? Damn. <laughs> what? I'm surprised your dad didn't go over there and get you. Uh, yeah, no. I knew that wasn't going to happen. So, and there's, I mean, what are they getting? My mom's not flying on the plane to come get me either, so I just told her I wasn't going to go. And I remember stopping at the gate, checked in and everything. I stopped at the gate, and I was like, yeah, no. And I started backing up. <laughs> like, like, it was a movie. I was like, no, I'm not going to no. do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I refuse it. Yeah, and I started running back to the end of the, back to the beginning of the airport. Yeah. And entrance, and called a taxi, took myself back to my aunt's house. She was like, what are you doing here? I was like, yeah, I'm going back to the stage. <laughs> Damn. So what made you do that? Like, what made you stay there? You know, I always had a really, and I think I still do, I always had a very hard time finding a sense of belonging mm-hmm. where I was. I always felt like an outcast. Um, I always felt like the odd one out. Like, just like it just didn't belong. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel right where I was. And when I traveled to Panama for the first time, it was the first time in my life that I was introduced to the feeling of 
the best way to describe it would be like normalcy. Mm. I could walk in a room and I wouldn't get scared at. Mm-hmm. I could go hang out with friends that had the same interests that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just such an eye opener for me that like, man, this world exists that I can coexist among other people where I feel like they're like me and I belong and everything. Uh, and that, that just grabbed me. So, I loved the country. I loved the place. and It stuck. So what made you come back then? <clears throat> My uncle, uh, he got sick. He had a heart attack. My mom called me. She goes, I need you to come back and take care of your uncle while he recovers. Damn. So and you're I like, just, damn it. Said, okay, <laughs> that's it. Okay. Do you I re- booked a flight that day, and I got flown out three days after because there was a holiday in Panama. Uh-huh. So the country kind of shuts down on holidays. But as soon as it opened back up, I went on a flight and came back to Seattle. Wow. So what was for you to say enough is enough? Like, what made you come back and stay? Um, you know, I think I don't think there was any one event that made me stay. Mm-hmm. I came back to help my uncle. Just when my parents would ask me for help, I was, we grew up in a family where we didn't ask why. We just did it, mm-hmm. right? So my mom called me for help, said, okay, come back, help with my uncle, and it's just a trickle effect of events, mm-hmm. um, you know, hanging out with an old friend here, an old boyfriend there, time would move on, next summer would come, and I had a job, right, so I felt obligated to come back to that job once I reached a certain age, mm-hmm. um, and then as time went on, it just, with more, as people age, there are more, um, things, problems that arise, you know, mm-hmm. and like, I mean, like parents and grandparents. So it felt like someone was always in the hospital or someone was always getting sick and it just wasn't the right time to leave or be gone for a long time. And, yeah. Right. Year, a year turned into years, turned into a decade. And Next thing you know, you're here. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you stayed because I'm glad I met you. <laughs> yeah. It all worked all selfish. out. You know? <laughs> yeah. They say God works I was supposed to end up. I have my beautiful family now. And I know. Now I see I for me. Then I couldn't, but here I am now. Yeah, I'm glad. Okay, so the reason why I asked that because um, I'm thank you for that, Kajika. Um, because uh, there was a turning a turning point for me when I said, okay, this is enough. That's it. I can't live like this anymore. And that's when I came back from Washington. And Kajika was all there for the whole drama, right? So. Um, yeah. I was like, what, 32? Like, not yeah, long ago. About right. Yeah, 31. Yeah, so when I was coming back from Washington, I was like, okay, that's it. I can't, I can't run away from Coachella no more. I can't run away from the Valley anymore. I have to stay home, right? Um, so I came back, and when I was driving back, you know, that's a lot of hours. <laughs> so I was thinking to myself, I was like, damn, girl, you have nothing to show for. You're in your 30s. You have nothing to show for. I mean, you're in debt. You're broke. You're fat. <laughs> you're like you're thinking all these negative things, right? And you're like, I need a change. I need to grow up. I need to stop partying. I need to stop chasing whatever you know fulfills me. I need to stop and just grow up. That's what I started to realize, you know. So I had a talk to with myself, and then I just felt in my heart that God was saying the only way for change is literally if you break your habits and how you think and how you see things, right? Yeah, so when I was doing, when I was thinking that, I was like, okay, 
where do I need fixing first, right? And the only thing I could think of was the heart because I had a broken heart at that time. I was very careless. I got myself into a lot of trouble. So I was like, I need to get that healed, right? So the only way was for me to get closer to God and then started meditate on his word. And then everything just started to change in me, right? My mentality was a negative because we as women, I don't know if you do this, but Pachika, I don't know if you do this, but women tend to dwell an assumption and we could run with it. We could create something in our head that is not really true, right? So I had to break that habit of negativity, right? So um, that's the way I started to change to negative to positive. Next thing I know, God wanted me to handle my finances, right? So I was like, no, but then I read a scripture that says, the lazy will be poor, basically. So I had to get active, I had to start doing things. I started to working out. I started waking up early, you know, to I could get my mind on check and stuff like that. The next thing I know, I'm getting myself out of debt and I'm, I'm, I'm losing weight and I'm feeling happier and more positive and that, but that little drive right there just really hit me. It's like, mm. girl, you need to get your ass up. Like you cannot live the same life you're living anymore. Right? Cause my, especially my spirituality was like a yo-yo. Right. Like I would get into church and then I'll want to party. Right. Like so I was it was like a yo-yo. But finally, I said, I can't play with God. Just can't play with that. So that's when I said, OK, I'm going to commit, even though I sound like a religious freak or something. I don't know. But for me, it was like, no, you have to do it this way if you want to succeed. For me, that was my personal journey. Right. Because right. I don't I can do it. I'm not like a lot of people who can do it on their own. Right. I, I applaud those people. Like if you do it on your own more power to you but me i needed like god <laughs> something bigger to take me out right. so that's been my personal experience that i was like okay girl you're in your 30s you need to get your act together what about you sir um <clears throat> i would say mine is um living um you know well like in early 07 before i had my son I was just wild. I was just going wild. Mm -hmm. I was single. I was just doing crazy things with, as far as, you know, like a single fella would do. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> not not giving a damn, you know, chilling with the boys, doing my thing. And um, I think once, and it's crazy how fast it was, it was how fast and how easy it was for me to say enough is enough. It's mm -hmm. like... I got that phone call saying I was expecting, going to be expecting this or, you know, a son or whatever that she was pregnant. And I was like, all right, like literally, I was like, all right, that's it. I mean, it's yeah. a wrap. I'm like, well, I got to take care of my, my kid now. Yeah. Like overnight almost. Damn. I wouldn't say I never went back out or obviously I'm still talking to my boys, you know, but. You have to. Sanity. It wasn't. Um, <laughs> Do you need your friends? It wasn't something. It wasn't that hard to be like you know, call her back and be like, all right, so what's next? What do we mm -hmm. do? How do we do this? Yeah, we so, so you literally had to be like, okay, I need to I was so confused. I've never been in that situation. Yeah. I mean, she went to the, the free clinic to make sure that she really was. She had already taken like three pregnancy tests. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. I would have been so scared. I was. You are. You are as a, as a early, you know, I was young. I was like 23, 24 years old. But I was able, I was able and willing enough to be like, all right. It's, it is what it is. Let's do this, you know. Do it. Got our apartment within a month, two months, or whatever it was, and it was it was okay. I was cool with that. So that was good that you had your child. You yeah. Yeah. My son, my son definitely helped with that. Good. Enough was enough with the partying, the women, 
long nights and stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I heard so, in the street a lot of women miss you. <laughs> just well, they know, hey, I know, hey, they know now. They, they've been hitting me back up now. No, I'm just free girl. Hey, what's up? <laughs> My phone number is five. Hey, five. Those, <laughs> those, hey, those back, those back. What about you, young man? <laughs> um, uh, so I think um, you know when I had my when I had my son, I was still you know I don't I don't want to say like um, it did change me. Um, definitely, I, I I always try to be a good daddy. You know what I mean? That's always been like first to me. But uh, I was still young, and I was still you know I had my kid when uh, I was twenty. So I was young and I was partying and, you know, I would still come home every day, of course, you know, but I would go out, you know, at night sometimes and, and, and drink and stuff. So I think when, you know, when I, when I started, uh, you know, when I got into that car accident, it wasn't just that one. It was like after that, it just, you know, like they kept happening, you know, so it was kind of like a. It was repeating itself, and I can see, like yeah, a spiral effect. Yeah, right? yeah, and, and so uh, you know, I decided, you know, that you know, what I, what really made me change is that I got scared of losing my kids, my family, and my kids. You know, so I was like, you know, when I was sitting in jail, I told myself, like, man, you gotta change your life. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to come back here again. Yeah, cold and, cell was and, dead. Yeah, too. you know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it was just. My what I was thinking is like, what is my son gonna think when he wakes up and I'm not home? You know what I mean? Mm. That's always home. Why is he not home? You know what I mean? So that's what made me like, hey, you gotta, you gotta change your life. Yeah. So you know, after so many, you know, accidents and and doing stupid shit, you know, um, I just kind of like. I realized that I, if, if I kept going that way, I was going to lose my kids and I was going to lose my family. Yeah. So. So that's good that's that you stopped, you yeah. know, finally. Yeah. So was it hard for you to change? Uh, it was. Like I said, it wasn't right away because I had, you know, I, I kept getting pulled over. I kept, you know, uh, getting DUIs. So little by little, you know, like in, within <coughs> a year, I got pulled over like three times. Um. Do you think that we just get com com comfortable with our lifestyle? Yeah. So I when we so. try to stop yeah. that, you're like, but I don't know nothing else, or or you think you're not doing anything wrong because exactly. nobody's okay, yeah. telling you because you're so you used know? to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so um, you know, and then you see, you see everybody around you drinking. You know, as a yeah. young man, you see like your older uncles, your you know your older guys drinking. This is life. And so you're like. I want to do that too so when yeah. you get to that age you know when you're a teenager you want to start drinking too you want to do big boy stuff you yeah know? we consider that <laughs> big think, boy. yeah growing up yeah you know what i'm saying but yeah. it's not you know it's just i mean i guess it's a part of life you live and you learn yeah and you have to go through that and i went through that through uh, through that stuff you know at a young age so i got to experience you know um the consequences so it made mm. me change you know yeah, yeah that aftermath is not fun. Yeah, it's not fun, you know. <laughs> Those handcuffs, yeah. they hurt. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of stuff happened that just definitely made me you know, change my life. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, It takes a while for yeah. us to say, okay, it's time. Realizations, you know? I think. Yeah. You start realizing, okay, you know, you can't do that. You can't do it. 
you think you can at first. You're yeah. Like, oh, no, I can't. Yeah. No, I feel <laughs> like. I'm going to get in trouble again. <laughs> you know, I don't want to go there. to relax. Yeah. <laughs> you talk yourself out of it. Yeah. What about you? Have you ever had a turning point for you that said, okay, I'm done with this? It could be anything. Anything? Anything, anything, anything. Um, I've actually, I can think of two. Um, and then the most recent one is, I believe that I've always wanted to, you know, after having my kids join the workforce again, because I was, you know, I've, I'm still a stay-at-home mom. Okay. You know, after, what, seven years? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, um... Uh, trying so hard to find a job and like with no experience and you know them seeing there on my resume you know that big gap it's did that like, make you want to be like no maybe i shouldn't or stopped you um it did only because i wasn't getting any callbacks mm-hmm. i so think i got only like it? yeah and i think i only got like two callbacks after you know what 10 applications yeah that's so normal. I that's normal though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of gave up a little bit, but little by little I was like, okay, I see this one. Like I was always on that like job site, you know, seeing what whatever was available. Um, but uh, recently we um, met with like we have like these new friends and we got together and it was like a potluck. We always do like these little potlucks and my favorite thing to do is bake. Mm-hmm. So I've always baked and I brought over desserts and they were like oh like you do these homemade i'm like well yeah <laughs> yeah i did yeah and then uh they're like well do you sell them like like would it, like would you so sell they're that them? good because i only asked that question if they're good <laughs> oh. i'm intrigued right. okay so yeah, keep talking girl did you bring any samples <laughs> <laughs> you know what i was i was actually thinking about baking something but i i don't know today just got so crazy i was like oh man now i don't have time you know yeah um but but I was, I was going to bring something and I was going to try it, but it just, I don't know, Next today. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be coming podcast. back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, so uh, I think they kind of gave me like that push because I mean, for a while I would always think about it. You know, I always would get compliments mm-hmm. like, oh, like, you know, this is really good and whatnot. And then um, during Christmas time when like, oh, he wasn't working that much and I had knee surgery. He had knee surgery and I we was were going through like, like some rough stuff. Some rough financial issues. So I started um, making menu with my messed up <laughs> knee and stuff. And, and uh, the takes, huh? Yeah. So I started, started baking. baking cookies that like just you know, I'm like, Oh, just a little money just to get the kids at least like one gift for Christmas. Right. You know. Um, that was that was kind of the main reason I started it. Um, but then like out of nowhere, I started getting orders like nonstop Good. and it not only like provided like, like with the stuff that we needed throughout like two, two, three months and you know, I went beyond that. I was able to get the kids, you know, presents and you know, our nieces and oh, you know, all wow. that. And so what do you have a side now do you have anything to order or yeah well i mean um her, her thing is like strawberries but like it's seasonal mm-hmm. and then it's cake pops that's cake like, pops everybody everybody's just fire bro you like pop them in like pops. that's it you pull out the stage like man this is but uh-huh. yeah i actually did it through instagram it's oh, called okay. viva desserts viva desserts yes 
Yeah, that sounds cool. I'm gonna shoot a follow. I'm gonna shoot a follow. I'm gonna shoot a follow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna order you the ones for a Mother's Day, okay. and then I'll ask you crazy. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, as soon as like they started saying that, they started like. Did that give you a little confidence? Well, it popped up yeah, right it, away. It popped up oh, right away. Really? Just put Viva. It's already there. Um, right. Yeah, so they kind of gave me that little push, and at first I told him I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. But then they're like, hey, we um, oh uh, Valentine's Day was coming up, and they're like, hey, so are you gonna do it? Because I want strawberries for you know to get my I, wife. I got my order in. I got my order in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got me with this one. You got me with that one. So um, I was like, okay, you know, I'll just do them for that one person. But then. I kind of posted up uh, just a little preview, and mm -hmm. then I got a little bit of orders. Uh, and then I was like, oh, you know, maybe I can do this. Maybe, you know. Building that little confidence. Yeah. Nice. So they kind of pushed me towards that, and that's so I'm like, you know what? If I can't get a job, like, let me start here. That's you awesome. Know? So that's, you know, that's what we've been doing. He's been well, investing. <laughs> well, I've been banging. Been yeah, investing. I wouldn't trust you. I think that's, you know, I think that's a blessing. That's very that's dope. Yeah. You, that's know? dope. And yeah. Then, you know, that you're not able to find a job. Um, like, my wife right now, she wishes she could stay home. So, yeah. like, that's a blessing to be able to stay home with the kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it has been. You yes, got to look dope. at it. You know, you get yes. a plus, you know. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, so I was like, uh, you know, not, since I can't find a job, this is what I'm gonna do, and if it works out, it works out. I mean, gotta, I mean, you gotta work for it, you yeah, know, sure. and be positive, obviously. Yeah. So here I am. That's what's up. It's going good. good. This is Thursday. Yeah, because not only are are you, you it That's sounds dope. like you're passionate about it. You like doing this oh, stuff. Yeah. I've done it since I was little. Yeah. So, I don't like cooking. Nice. I like ordering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about you, sir? Um, the question is, uh, have you had a period of time in your life that you said enough is enough? Yeah. This. And then you threw the cup. <laughs> you walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, my, previous, my previous life, um, I've always grown up in church. Uh -huh. But when we got married, we had a very rough patch with my wife. And which maybe we, we can share. Okay. Not today because it's pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, I started uh, I started just, uh, just smoking and drinking and doing all, you know, just partying it up. Kind of not partying because I wouldn't go to parties. I was just more like a, a loner drinker, a loner smoker because I was still going to church. So I was living that life and then doing like my own thing on the side. Mm. and then just causing just problems with my wife so we already had our son um and everything just started going downhill and then all of a sudden she tells me like uh, i'm pregnant again i'm like word that's how that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Was I drunk? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't do it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and it was crazy because within the pregnancy, um, I knew she was she would pray for me at night. She never gave up on me. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that is hard to, to see nowadays because I see a lot of couples give up on themselves. Mm -hmm. It's not like marriages before where they would they would 
push themselves to get through it because they they believed in that person you know like yeah we go through rough patches but like she never stopped praying for me because she always said like i married you because i love you Mm -hmm. and i know you married me because you love me Mm -hmm. obviously this there's something there time right now it's like it's it's hard but she never gave up on me Mm -hmm. um she watered the grass (laughs) yeah and um she just kept on doing it. I remember um, before she, before my daughter, my first daughter, my middle daughter, or my middle child, when when she was born, everything changed. And people think like, because if you see me, like, I, you know, she always comes and she's daddy's girl. And they say like, oh, she's your favorite. It's like, you don't know the story behind it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't know the pain I caused my wife when she was in the womb. Like, yeah. Literally, she she had a couple of things where I had to take her to the hospital, and it was like I was such an say it asshole. There you go. That's what was in my head. Right? I wanted to say you it. You know, it, it's true. You know, sometimes man, we can be like that. And I took what? I would take her no. to the hospital. Never. I took her to the hospital, and I would just drop her off there, and I wouldn't care. I would take off like she was there on her own. And to be, girl, you put up. <laughs> and and yeah, That's it was a, it was it was hard, but bro, um, but at that time in my life, it was very hard because I knew what she was doing with her love towards me, not just her love, but God's love. Mm-hmm. I remember twice I was going to work. I was going to work. I would have to go in at four, so I was waking up at three. I was going to work and I would try to get high before going getting getting to work. Mm-hmm. Not high on weed, but high on uh, what do you call those vape pens? Mm-hmm. So on nicotine, and I couldn't get high. I remember I finished the whole vial and I still wouldn't feel the effect. And I literally pulled over on Avenue was it fifty three and Calhoun, and it's like super dark at pitch dark like at night. And I remember getting off the car, I threw my vape pen or my mod whatever. And I was screaming out to, to God, like, leave me alone. Like, I want to live my life. Mm-hmm. But it was just a process. So in 2016, that's when I said enough is enough. Because when she was born, when they gave me my daughter, it was like, I saw so much love and tender. Like, I was in tears. Like, I cried with all my kids, but with her, it was so different. Like, I could see. Because you felt it. This I felt is... her love towards me and just God's love, like. This is, this is still you. Like, with everything you've done, this is you. And this is how I see you mm-hmm. as my child. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, so, like, it just broke me. And it just, that right there just changed me. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say I've lived a perfect life since 2016 to now. It's been still a struggle. But that's where I said enough is enough. And it's like I go back that's to what he, he kind of like. Well, what he it. said, I want to be an example for my son. Yeah. And not just my son, my kids now, you know. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like I always look at my daughter. And when I see her, I remember that. Like, you know, when I do have those thoughts to like going back or we're having like a rough patch. It's like my daughter's a remembrance of what happened, what God made me realize at that moment, you know? Daughters will change you different. I heard that. Daughters will change you different. Yeah, Yeah, they're so loving and they can't stop. Even now, like, I'm single or whatever, but I can't be the same savage I was when I didn't have daughters. Mm. I was a fucking savage back in the day. And now I can't be like that because I got daughters and, like, 
It's different. <laughs> it's just it's different. It's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, the daughters for sure change you. Yeah. Especially when that situation is different, but yeah. just having a daughter in general, so that must have been ten times more. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. And I feel like her that... name's Melody, so like I I'm a musician, so we named like I told my wife like she at first she was like nah nah like that. That sounds pretty nice. And I and I was like. It's just my melody. That's my melody, you know? So, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. So That's she's dope. my melody, and then our third child is Harmony. Nice. Because <laughs> she just brought the harmony to the family. Yeah. You know? That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. I like it. But I think, like, this is, uh, for us, when you say enough is enough, it's kind of like you uh, encountered that acknowledgement. You know, like, you acknowledge it. Okay, this is not the life I want to live anymore. Yeah. Until then, until that hits, that's when it changes, you know? So that's, that's what's up. I like you guys' um, stories. Okay, so number four. Um, thinking about, talking about careers, you were talking about your, uh, owning your business, ministries, goals. Have you accomplished them? And if you, if you have, how did you guys do it? Because let's be honest, accomplishing a goal is so hard. Mm-hmm. It's like, takes discipline. It takes a lot of like dedication. So have you guys ever done that? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, at AAA. Okay. But I was, I was, I was still wasn't happy, so I left. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. You know, I went in there, and and I'll talk about it because I don't care. But I went in there making. I started out fifteen bucks an hour. Uh huh. Three promotions later, and I knew where I was headed. Mm-hmm. I knew my goals were set. You know, three promotions later, I'm clearing eighty five a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew what I wanted. I knew I knew I was gonna get that. At AAA, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not it's not as it, you you work for that money though. Yeah. You work for that money. It's, it wasn't worth it to me. Um, believe it, believe it or not, everyone asked me why I left, um, and you don't know until you're there. You know what I'm saying? So now that I'm in the county, like the goals reset. Right. So I'm never happy, and I hate that. So I to answer your questions, like I I feel like. I do accomplish them, but I always want more. Mm. And I think I need to check myself sometimes and just Just be, relax and be like... Yeah, take it day by day. Because okay. I just started in November and I already think... I'm thinking already like three years ahead. That's a good um, uh, advice you could give to anybody who's starting something because we feel the pressure that we have to do it. We have to do it now yeah. or else it's not going to happen. But it's it's a process. You it's know, like a getting process. Getting clients is going to get a process. It's a process. That. Yeah, and relaxing on it. And I think that's what's keeping me from uh, pursuing a barber career because I have a feeling it's going to be too slow. It's going to start too slow and I'm just not going to, I'm not going to want to do it. I'm not going to want to do it. I'm not going to have the patience to wait to build my clientele. And I mean, I got a clientele now, but I think for me, that's been my, my biggest downfall is being, uh, not, not content with the goals, even when I accomplish them, you know what I'm saying? I'm never, I'm never happy with my achievements. Never. I don't know why. I, I don't know. Dude, I'm happy if I woke up early one day. <laughs> <laughs> so, I set my goal. <laughs> I'm just never happy, and it's annoying. A little it's win. very annoying. Even I know it's annoying, but it's just I'm just like that. Hmm, that's yeah. interesting. What about what about you, Kajika? Have you set a goals or anything like that that you accomplished or you know you want to? You just you know pushing yourself right now. Yeah, kind of piggyback what he was saying. Those goals continuously changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, before having kids, my accomplishments were in my career with AT&T. 
starting as a sales support representative and moving my way up into management for their stores um, and then going to training other locations in the country. So that was a big accomplishment for me. But then it was like I got pregnant, had kids, and my goals reset. Mm-hmm. It was okay. What are my new goals now? You know. And then once I had my kids and went through my pregnancy, I realized, well, their accomplishments are going to be my accomplishments. Yeah. So you you have different goals now. Yeah, I have different goals now. My goals are getting my children to their goals. Yeah, that's what's up. Because a lot of people think that, oh, she's just a mom. Well, no, a mom, it's a lot. You're a teacher, you're a provider, you're a lover, you're everything. It's so true. I always tell people, you know, when I used to work and, and have a career, there was a time in my life I was a full-time college student. I had two full-time jobs and a part-time job. And I was working from sunrise, past sunset, like seven days a week, day in, day out. Now I'm a stay-at-home mom. I've been a stay-at-home mom for years now. Nothing compares to this job. There is nice. nothing more difficult I've ever done in my life. Oh, I know. Job of being a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> Yeah, well, I feel like you take everything, right? You're a maid, you're a teacher, <laughs> you're, you're a nurturer, you're a housekeeper, just name it. You're yeah. that, right? And you add the little mini use to your troop, and it just grows. <laughs> the necessity for you to be around for these humans. Yes, and, these little humans running around. <laughs> no, it's 24-7, literally. Right? I know. At least I give to give them back, you know. Not you guys. <laughs> you guys are there. At least she gets to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you guys are there all the time when they get sick. And it always happens in the nighttime. Oh, when the yeah. kids get sick. I don't know how you guys do it. When If I don't sleep, oh, I'm mean. Yeah. It changes. What's that? When you have your own kids. Uh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, until you're 18. Not even when, they're, when they go to college, you're still going to be worrying for them. Yeah, you are. Damn. Oh, my God. What about you, Joanna? Well, after she said that, it's like, it's different, like, when you're a mom. Right. Yeah, you want, you want to, um, you want to have goals, but your main goal is, like, your kids, like, Mm -hmm. getting them to where they need to be, or being the best mom you can be, you know, and that's, yeah, that's what I want. Damn, I don't know how to go. You know, mom, you can relate I think we often lose sight of that thing because yeah. we focus so much on our kids and then we really aren't our best selves when we don't focus on ourselves yeah so mm-hmm. I, it's hard I know it's hard for me to find time to do me and it was just up until COVID really is really realized okay I need to start doing some things for myself for me to be the best me for them. Mm-hmm. Because that, you guys really don't have that alone time. Because you have to cater for your kids and then your husbands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> you see, I, I, honestly, I, I've already reached the point with my husband. <laughs> you know what? I'm not making dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bud. <laughs> it's tiring, honestly. Well, I don't even know. <laughs> 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 but I, 
Uh, I observe you guys. <laughs> I'm getting to that point. <laughs> no, dude. Honestly, okay. So here, this. Check this out. Okay, so I got a dog, right? I got a bulldog. My favorite dog that I've always wanted. The the English bulldog. I got it. I was so in love. Third day passed. Hey, can you take him back? <laughs> Damn. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't do it, dude. The responsibility. I felt stuck. Um, all That's these, a high maintenance dog. Yeah, no, not only that, but I just felt stuck. You, I felt like are. I'm not free no more. I want to go out. I want to yeah. do my thing. Like, um, he's pooping everywhere. You know, like. <laughs> You take them with you. That's a baby. It's a baby. That's a baby. I know. That's what I'm saying. I give you women a lot of props. Like I know that makes me sound I give Jose bad. A lot of props. But it's like it's it's a lot of I give Jose a lot of props. The beginning stages with the kid is like vomit all over the place. Oh, and I, I, poop all over the place. Not like, a word. Which stick did you get? Oh, it's it's hard. You know, there are still days that I'm like, yeah, I can't do this today. No. Yeah. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. So, what about you? Yeah. We're gonna get back to you. So, <laughs> um, well, my recent one, um, it's just, I, I've never, I never, what you've heard me sing. Uh huh. Um, well, you have but, a band, you know? Yeah, but like, I, I, I don't know, it was, it was, it's always been in my heart to like, you know, sing, you know, somewhere, you know, not like big or whatever. Hey, you want to sing right now? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear a little no. I want to hear a little no. Let's hear a little no. No, I no, hear no, no. Uh, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and like, I, I, I just, they, one of my friends from where I'm helping out at Southwest Church, uh -huh. um, she's like, hey, I heard that you sing um, the pastor from the worship team he needs male singers so like you should sing you should you know audition like all right cool like i'm up for the challenge you know right and like i've always i've always said to myself like i have a horrible voice like have you not hurt yourself dude yes, you've gotten do. people in tears <laughs> like so you got like a date dog so, <laughs> <laughs> how do you sing what's your singing who would you yeah, relate to? Who do you no, relate bro, to? Like, I, I, I don't know. I just like, like who would you relate them to? Like, I don't like, because I don't expect. I don't want you to sing if you don't want to. But like, who would you? Like, like, gospel, you know. Well, I don't know gospel, but. Well, and I know he ain't no Kurt Franklin. That's for sure. You know <laughs> <laughs> I know that for sure. You know what I'm saying? Put you in the spot, okay? Yeah, yeah. That's what but, I, I don't want to put him on the spot. But yeah, but um, the the pastor, like, it was yesterday, and he just. Like everything just fell in place, and he's like, "Hey, there's a place for you here." You know? That's what's like, up. I really enjoyed your 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 voice. That's what's up, dog. And I was just like, you know, that to me, it's it it feels good. I mean, obviously, in the spiritual in the spiritual life or in the ministry life, like you don't desire those things, you know. Like, yeah. you know, you just let God deal with it, you know. So for me, it was kind of like. I'm I'm excited to start mm -hmm. and to start singing, you know, because I mean, yeah, you have cameras, you have lights on you, and it's like not just all eyes on you. Yeah, all, all eyes, eyes on you, you know. All yeah. eyes on you. And then in the I ministry, heard, in the ministry, that church sometimes, and it's oh yeah, yeah, and, and in the ministry, like, um, like it's such a big responsibility because yeah, you can say you sing, but like singing has a big part in ministry because mm -hmm. it, like 
you bring the people into the presence of God, oh, you know, oh. so it's just... That's a, a lot of so responsibility. No disrespect, right? No, do you do sexy songs? R&B? Can you do Jealousy? Because I might hire you if you can do Jealousy. <laughs> if you can do Jealousy, I'm not going to see. He's the <laughs> How much a gig? <laughs> <laughs> How much you know, a you know, for an hour? A little acapella joint outside with the candlelit dinner, you know what Damn, I'm saying? Damn, that would be so Yo, cool, dude. That's some player stuff, right? That's what I'm trying to come on. If you can do the Joe to see joint, oh, <laughs> I got you. I got the piano player, too. Man. <laughs> I got the piano Fre- player, too. Freaking bro. you by Joe to see is all right. I'll sign the contract. I'll sign the contract right now. <laughs> Damn. No, nah, no disrespect. Nah, yeah, but that's that's like my recent one, you know. And then another thing is just like my son, you know. I I'm a musician at heart, and my son, like, yeah, I've always desired, you know, my son to play drums. But that kid kills it every time on drums now. And nice. It's just like he's seven years old, and to the level he's at, he's surpassed like a lot of my friends, and it's mm-hmm. like. That's Ooh, awesome. Heck, like that's that's dope, you know. Like you got I it, feel, you got I feel it. Honored, but like yeah. you know, that's an accomplishment, and there's yeah. way more to come because he's, he's a kid, you know. Yeah, he's just getting started. Yeah, so. if you got it, you got it, bro. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's awesome. So Adam, you guys know Adam, right? Yep. So so one time when it was what what event we were doing that you sang? I think it was Christmas. It was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay, so you sang in an event, and he was like, "I have goosebumps." <laughs> I was like, "That's how hey, good." That's good. Yeah. That's, that's usually I how I know. That like, that's yeah. usually how I know. Like, whoa, like I get goosebumps too. Yeah. I love music. I think we all love music. Oh no, it's Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get a Luther Vandross song for you for sure. <laughs> like, you could do Luther for sure, bro. Not Joe to see. It was actually that song. Joe Lavert. You know the player. You know the player. Now, are you playing the piano right there too? Yeah, I'm pretty really That's, so that's kind of like... hard, bro. <laughs> Yeah, focusing it's on that. Hard, yeah. That brain's working. I like it, dude. That's dope, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I like that. Beautiful, yep. Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, mister? I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the shower. Okay, so I don't know if you heard the question. The it was shower. number four. Yeah, okay. So, um, uh, you know what? So, yeah, so my goals that I've, that I've accomplished came after, you know, you know, after, cause before, you know, when I was getting drunk and doing all that mess, I, I didn't have any goals. You know what right. I mean? You, you're not focused. You're not. You just want to party. You just yeah. for the weekend. Yeah. You're just living every day, you know, day by day. Mm-hmm. So after, you know, I cleared my mind and, uh. I stopped drinking and stuff. Um, 
it just, you know, everything just fell into place. You know, my mind started working, you know, I was like, I need to do this, I need to do that. And I set a lot of goals, you know, I started my own business. Um, and, I, you know, my, my main goal was, uh, you know, I was living in an apartment before, well, actually before I was living in an apartment, you know, all this bad stuff happened and I got, you know, I had to leave where I was staying and I was staying in a garage and I had a, I had a, my oldest son already, and when we were staying in this garage, it was my my mother-in-law's garage. We were renting the place, and we found out we were pregnant. You know, mm -hmm. me and my wife. And I was like, man, I remember laying there. I'm like, I can't, <laughs> I can't live like this. You know what yes. I mean? So, I you know, my goal was like, I need to start a business and I need to get a house. Mm -hmm. You know, I need to have a house before I'm 30 years old. Was my goal. Right. I need to be in a house, and so yeah, I, you know, I got to it, you know, I started working, I got my own business, um, you know, I really started, I really started from the bottom, you know, like, getting paid, you know, like, very little, and, you know, I hustled my way all the way to, to now, you know, and uh, I was able to get a house, to move into nice. a house, you know, for you. before I was 30 years old, and it was like, literally two weeks oh my. before I turned 30. I was like, oh, oh that's God. the best gift you could yeah, give yourself. No. Yeah. And you know what? It wasn't for me. It was for my, for my family. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's um, what's up. You know, I, I, I had to give that to them. You know, yeah. I, I had a, you know, this baby coming and, 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 you know, he was born right before we moved into the place. And when we're in that place, you know, we found out we're pregnant again. So like it was nice. just God just working, working yeah. everything. Yeah, he was just nice. doing his his magic, you know. So cool. I like so, well, you put in the work too, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I always I always big up my bro, yeah. man. Yeah. I always big up my bro. This this fool's come a long way, and yeah, I tell him, yeah. I tell all my bro. bros. Yeah. They've come a long way. I have a couple you businesses. Know what I'm I do landscaping. Um, I have another business, and then I, I do. Uh, Oh wow! So I do Frenchies, yeah. So that's nice. that's oh. my that's my newest, you know, venture. Is the uh, I just started that, and uh, I'd you're love gonna it. hook it up. Because I, <laughs> I want one. I don't want a freedom, but I want one. Yeah, so uh, that's my new like. It's I love it. You know, I love. Like, I always wanted a Frenchie, and I was never able to afford one. Yeah. So when I was able to afford one, I got one, and then I started. I love it. I love the dog. Yeah. That's what's up. So, it's fun. No, and they're see, super cute. You see, you should have kept your dog. No, they're cute. Got the dogs are It's really. a lot of work. <laughs> you could have got the dogs are a I know, I know. <laughs> I know, but it's just, I wasn't ready. It's hard. It was just hard. Okay, so for me, um, I, I think I told Kajika about this, that I wanted to start a YouTube channel, you know, like talking about things that I'm talking about now, you know, but I wasn't ready. And the closer I was getting to, um, again, God, right? Um, I felt that a lot of people were telling me, like, you're a good preacher, you're this, you, you know how to talk, all this and this and that. But for me, it was more like I didn't want the responsibility. Because when you're in the altar, you have to live a certain way, and people are going to talk about you. People are going to, like, you're going to go through Let them. spiritual stuff and a lot yeah. of physical stuff. Let them talk. And I just, wanna, I, I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to, Deal with it, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, you know what I mean? I didn't want to hear it. I just, that's why I, I like to keep myself by myself because I like my alone time, right? 
But when you expose yourself, like doing a YouTube channel, doing a podcast or doing mm. anything, you know, that the world could say something about that for me was like, I don't want to get out of my cave. But I just felt like, yeah. And, and what did, when did I tell you? I told you years ago about this, right? So for me, it was more like, I have to do it now. Like I'm ready now. And that's why I started the podcast. I was like, I'm ready now. Like I have a lot to say, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm always writing on Facebook. Might as well just do it live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might, as sure. well, might as well. So that's why I felt like I'm doing this and I'm doing this for fun. Like I love doing this. This is something yeah. that I just have fun with. You know, like this I know. Cool. Yeah, right. I know a lot of people want to be famous and rich and popular. But for me, it's like, this is fun. I'm passionate about this. I just yeah. do this for the kicks. Like I yeah. love it. Sure. Right. Okay, so the next one is, all right. Ooh, okay, this is a good one. Okay, have you, this is my question. (laughs) I make good questions, guys, now. Have you ever had God say no to you? And if so, how did you handle it? Because you're going to encounter times that God's going to close the door, he's going to remove someone from your life, or um, something always happens that is not going to go your way, Yeah. right? And you'll get like, but I prayed and I believed. What happened? Yeah. Right? You did your best. What happened? All right. So who wants to go first? Who wants to be the brave one? You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll go first. I had something in mind. Okay, go so first. So earlier I was talking to my wife and uh, I, we were talking about like how uh, something that I want to start, you know, another project that I got going, but I want to start talking to, uh, you know, influencing kids, you know, younger kids to have different perspectives, you know, uh, growing up, like me, I'm just saying me, I don't know different people, you know, have different, but me, growing up, I saw like, you know, you see like the rap videos, or you see like um, movies, and, and these things that influence people, you know, the music, and people, you know, kids think like, oh, I wanna have a girlfriend that looks like that. Mm-hmm. But not knowing that that's not really, she probably, she's, that girl is single. That's not reality. You know, yeah. she's a model. You know what I mean? The guys that are, you know, over here with guns and stuff, like. That's not everyday it's life. It's pictures, yeah. it's videos. They're not really shooting people because if they were, they'd be in jail probably. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so, uh, I think that, you know, growing up, you know, I, I saw a lot of that. I was influenced by a lot of it. And. You know, every time that I would pursue something like like a girl, you know, like that looked that way, you know, and God always stopped me from from pursuing the wrong things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he yeah. always put a stop to it. You know, if I was, you know, selling drugs or whatever the case was, God always stopped me from going further. You know okay. what I mean? He made me open my eyes and realize before I got This is not the route. Yeah, this is not the way you want to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, uh, that's what I was telling my, you know, that's what I was talking about earlier with my wife. Like, you know, a lot of the stuff they show is not reality, you it's know? Not. And And uh, it makes these kids chase the wrong, the wrong things, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I lived it and I know that when I was younger, I went, oh, I want that car. I want to have right. it. Mm-hmm. But it's not, it's not true. Like, with these rappers or what's on TV, like, it's, it's for show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You need to have a business. You need to have money before you can do all those things. You yeah. know what I mean? And um, so, yeah, God has said no to me a lot of times. But uh, it's helped me. It's 
to guide me to where I'm That's at the now. You know what I mean? yeah. So I always took it as I always take everything as a lesson, and uh, mm-hmm. definitely to me, I was always like, man, I want to do that, and I can't. <laughs> but it was God protecting me. Yeah. You know, me yeah. not knowing, but God was protecting me. Like, Straight up. you're not. Don't be over there because you're gonna. Something's gonna happen. <coughs> to you, yeah. you know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, that's how I I handled. You know, that's what's happened to me. And you know, may I add about all those rappers putting those you know sexy girls and all that stuff? Have you ever seen their wives? They're yeah, nothing like the like, they're nothing saying. like those girls. Yeah, that's what I was gonna because say. that's the wife material. Yeah. That's not. The that's wife. not the wife. That's not the wife material. That's yeah. yeah. Think about it. You want to live a good exactly. life? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like you know Thanks. like uh, it needs to become more reality. Like exactly. You know, um, you know regular moms, regular wives. Like, yeah. To be a dad, to be a good dad, like that's really like what we need to influence, like these young kids. Yeah. yeah. That this stuff, is how the real know, thing yeah. looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they get paid to look like that. They yeah. get, you know, that's yeah. not reality. Yeah, exactly. No, I feel it. I feel yeah. it. What about you, Kajika? Have you ever had a, a situation that God said no to you and you're like, well, forget you? Ask it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't consider myself very religious. Okay. So to respond to it in those terms, I don't really. Um, but I've definitely been in situations where, like, I've gone for something, uh-huh. and for example, I signed myself up for pro- a program before, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna see my myself through this program. Uh-huh. I'm gonna finish it, and like, it just didn't work out. And I'm not, I'm not that type of person. Okay. If I'm invested in something, I like to see it to the end. Right. And for some reason, because I didn't finish it, I was like, okay. I'm going to pay for this again, and I'm going to do it again, because that's super unlike me. And then it didn't happen again. Oh, I bet that was frustrating. It was so frustrating. I felt like I was failing, uh, right? Back to our fears of failing and not being what I felt like I should have been. Uh I was definitely falling into that hole of depression, right? But then something someday just, clicked with me and I was like okay this just isn't for me let me just focus on today and tomorrow take on a new venture and like I just left it behind and never looked back so yeah that's good that's the best way to do it yeah oh you know what though as we're in conversation let me tell you something that happened to me this just happened to me probably like a month ago I was in a really 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 bad depression um, and I was oh. having a really, really hard time getting out of it, like a really hard time. And although I'm not very religious, like I don't, God isn't part of my daily talks. Uh-huh. My passing of my grandmother uh, involved makes me be more involved in speaking to her, right? Mm. So I talked to her picture a lot. And one night I was holding her picture and I was like, all I miss you so much. Aww. Why do I feel like this? I yeah. wish you were here. You know, like I was just crying. And, yeah. and then the next morning, I woke up and I felt like a burden had been lifted off my shoulders. Mm. Mm, you did that and I sat, sat down to have a cup of coffee and I looked at her picture and I was like, Bob, is that you? Did you just do that? <laughs> like, all right. I feel it. I feel you. I get it. You know, shake it off. Right. And Felt better ever since. I mean, Do you think that's what your grandma would tell you if she was alive? She 
probably wouldn't say shake it off in those words, um, but she was very supportive. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. she was someone that was always in my corner. And I think for that reason, she, uh, she gave me a lot of like, you know, she pushed me. She right. always gave me, um, I don't know, motivation, just talking to her. Yeah. Cause she saw potential right. in you basically. She saw something in you. Yeah. Yeah. She did. And, uh, she made that very obvious. Right. That's good. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. So her way stayed with you and you knew that that's something that you should have done. Like, that's good that you did that. Yeah, her ways have stayed with me and they'll, they'll die with me. I think she's probably one of the most important people in my life. So, yeah. Well, was and will continue to be, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. Oh, that's cute. I didn't know you were going through that because you can't come. You didn't call me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't call you. Know, you know me. No, I, I know. Bring people in my problems. I, I know. I feel you. All right. What about you, Mario? Um, I think just in my walking life in general. When um, when stuff doesn't go through, and it looks so clear, you know, and it just doesn't happen, I just look up and I'm like, all right, for sure. Really, like, uh, you could take it like that. I I have a I I I think I have a good relationship with God, mm-hmm. even though I'm not in church every Sunday or yeah. a part of any groups or anything like that. Um, I have an altar at home. I have candles. I you know. St. Jude, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know where I stand with God. Yeah. And not only that, but spiritually. I feel like I'm spiritually and mentally in alignment. Um, So I'm okay with that happening, with God saying, this ain't for you. I'm like, all right, for sure. Damn, I, I guess I'm stubborn because I'll get mad at God. I'll scream no. at God. Like, how dare you? I've, I've, you know, man, I thought you loved let me, me. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you an example, okay? This one job, I'm not gonna say the name of the company. There was three different occasions where the I interview. Will, I will sue you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't want to know. the The interview, you would have thought they were gonna ask me to start the next day. Oh, okay. That's how good it went. My my resume's been crazy stupid. You know what I'm saying? Everything was on point. They even complimented my suit, and they didn't go through. Three times, mm-hmm. three different times within a couple of years. Oh, wow. Same company, different, uh, different uh, locations. So I'm like, bro, you must not. I was like, you must not want me here. Yeah. Like this must not be for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know what else to think, bro. I'm just what gonna else can stop. You do? Like that's it. I'm not gonna try anymore. Like. Yeah. I'm not stupid, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, this ain't for me, and that's it. I even, yeah, you sometimes I even say, okay, I'm gonna you know? try this one more time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know if you don't you know? want me to, this is it. <laughs> and, and and like I say, like even in the walking life, like uh, like Jose, you know, he was fortunate enough to get his home by 30. I wanted my home by 30. Mm. I'm glad I didn't get my home by 30 because stuff hit the fan mm-hmm. with me personally and working and stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff that didn't happen. And, and then, like, yeah, like a year, months, whatever it is later, I'm like, damn, if this would have happened, yeah. bro, I'd be, like, I'd be bad right now. Right. So I never, I never, like now, if, you know, if something weren't to go through, I'd be like, all right, bet, well, whatever. Right. Wow. It is what it is. 
It took me time though. It took me time though. It took me time to be like that. Like even with my uh, separation, I was like, all right, bet. Like you just took it like a chapter. Like no, that. well, it, it 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 was heartbreaking, of course. Okay. You know, you go through the motions, but at the end of the day, uh, I grew a lot. I grew a lot. I can honestly say that mentally, spiritually, and all. Like I said, and um, I was like, all right. This is what it's meant to be. This yeah. is what it's gonna be. You, know gonna you gotta accept I, God's plan. I planned yeah. on I planned on not being at my parents over three months. Um and it's already been six or seven, whatever it is. Almost I don't know, whatever it is. So I'm just and I'm trying to get a place. I had a roommate, it didn't happen. You know, all this stuff's been happening, but I'm just going with it. I'm just like, all right. You know, something's gonna something's at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, it has yeah. to, yeah. So is. I'm not worried about it. But I'm not. I'm also not gonna just sit back and twiddle my thumbs, no, yeah, right? Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna keep doing what I gotta do. So in in my walking life, this this question is applied for sure. It's not just like that one time for yeah. me. And everybody is gonna go through this. So all the audience who is hearing this, you're gonna right. go through this, and you know, keep your you- keep your faith up, man. Yeah. yeah. Believe and I would Believe I would yourself. never preach to you. I'm not a preacher. I'm not. I'm not I'm I'm not a saint obviously I'm not I'm a I'm a sinner but I'm a, <laughs> but I will say keep your faith man uh, yeah. give thanks when it's through give thank give thanks to the universe for what's going to happen and uh manifest the best for yourself and you'll be all right yeah. you know what I'm saying manifest manifestation is not just a thought you got to work towards it right so I'm okay where I'm at. I mean, if it didn't happen, whatever. You're good with it. Cool, whatever. Oh, Yusef knows better than I do. All right, what about you? Yusef knows better or? Uh, well, not really, but. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Taurus. Um, <laughs> Taurus, Taurus over here. <laughs> um, maybe. This my is, it's, it's a little hard to talk about this specific area, only because I still, I still get emotional about it. Okay. Um, it was during the time that he was talking about um, <laughs> not only with like um, I don't know can I say it I mean he was very um, wandering off you know I don't know if it's with a lot of you know different you know males or guys um I don't know when they have when they're having issues or when they just think like oh I don't I don't know you know um, there was a period in time where um, he would venture off and talk to other people or you know like on social media or whatever and um, I I kind of like was like how he said you know I wasn't gonna give up on us I didn't um, I was trying you know and um, as as like it kept happening i guess you could say i kind of got to one certain point where i was just like oh like i just i don't want this like yeah this this is hard yes it hurts you you don't want to continue you don't want to you don't want to be feeling like that again yeah um and you know i went to like you know you have your girlfriends or you know friends that you talk to i really wouldn't I I shut myself out when it comes to problems. I don't mm. like to talk about it. I don't like to speak. I don't like to, you know, can you help me? What should I do? No. Right. 
Um, so, so you were in your head a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's um, dangerous. <laughs> it is. I'm talking. I know. I know. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I, I would pray. I would pray all the time and I would just be like, why? Like, why? Like, what have I done to, like, be living in this way? Like, be living like this? Like, I've yeah. been doing or trying to be, you know, the good wife I can be, you know, praying for him. And, you know, like, why? Like, why is this still an issue yeah and um i remember um somebody texted me it was actually um a really good friend of mine and you know she's like hey how are you and i'm like oh good you know and i was trying to keep it together but you know i'm like you know what like this is going on and um knowing her because i i mean i've known her since you know we're in elementary um i thought she was gonna be like why are you even dealing with that? Just leave him. Yeah. It's a natural fun thing to do. Yeah. And then we hate you. Yeah. That's what we do. That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And that's what I was expecting from her. But she really, um, she surprised me. She's like, are you sure that's what you want to do? I'm like, wait, hold up. You're, you're supposed to be the one to encourage me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, I don't know. You should really like pray about it. And, you know, don't, you know, just don't let that, um, don't let that be your answer to, you know, mm-hmm. to your marriage. You know, you've got your kids and I was like, okay. And I was pregnant with my third one at the time. Ooh. Yeah. So I was just like, oh wow. So like, you were all types of emotions. It, it was, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. And, um, I, there was just things that he, like he, um, he started recognizing it and he started being more attentive he started um you know reaching out and you know um understanding my feelings a little bit more and um being what he was supposed to be you know before the situation was happening you know what i wanted what i needed or whatever and um and I was like, really? You're going to start being nice to me now? <laughs> you know? Like, that sort of thing. Like, yeah. you're, you're loving, you're, uh, uh, you know, attentive. And, and I took that as a, like, you know, you need to stay right there where you're at. You know, like. So your no was, like, you're not going to escape from this marriage. Yeah. So I, I can't leave now, you know. Maybe God has heard my prayers and that's what's happening Touching, yeah. at this point. But I was, like, at that point, we're like, seriously? Like, when I was actually, like thinking about it but you know i am a hundred percent glad that i got that no um and that you know those uh, words from my friend because i never would have thought you know yeah her yeah <laughs> out of all people you get me you know because i hear from like friends like i actually heard from a friend and um she goes to church and everything and she's like why are you even dealing with that you know yeah so it was it was it was and rough that's from somebody from church so you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're supposed to be encouraging and, and her other friend doesn't go to church and that could be a whole podcast just yeah no that. i'm getting into it one day <laughs> and yeah. also because you were saying about smoking earlier and, and how you. you didn't want to say nobody i'm getting into that okay yeah. go for it so, yeah so that that was um my way like his attentiveness was like i felt like well you've been praying for that are you you know like are you going to continue? It? Are you going to, um, you know? So I was like, okay, like, let's, let's continue on. You know, I'll, I'll forget it. I'll, you know, I'll work just as hard as he's doing to, you know, just get 
things back to where they need to be you know right. how long have do you feel like it's been like because you have to go through a healing process it's been a long time yeah i'll okay. still healing yeah. okay yeah no okay, well, because yeah, when you damage when when the trust is broken that's hard to rebuild and not only are you building a trust, but you're also healing within yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Not only are you working with this person, but you're also that's working facts. within yourself. That's facts. Yeah. So that's like double work for you. Yeah. And I yeah, think I'm dude. giving him more work because <laughs> <laughs> even now, like, um, we he's... still have, we still are, like, like I said, we still have our problems, but it's not like where it was. Where it was, you know? yeah. yeah. But I think this is what marriage is. Like, yeah. you know, you have Definitely. to build for it. Mm-hmm. Because like me, like how she's saying, if I wouldn't to do my part into what she wanted, like obviously we had to both understand that she couldn't change me and I can't change her. Yeah. yeah. You know, we yeah. had to like combine ourselves and like say like, all right, I have a way of doing things. She has a way of doing things and we have to like work together for it so right. it can work out. Because once you start clashing, that's it. Like, yeah, you're you're. I mean, you just clash and clash. Little and clash by little, and you just... start losing respect. Little by yeah. little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and it's oh, we'll true, get back to you, you know? then. <laughs> we'll get to stay over there. But yeah, I think this is getting the off the topic. But I mean, it's good. Yeah. I mean, I. I no, I it's still life you know? lessons. Yeah, yeah it's no, it's because lessons. a lot of people think that marriage is oh, I'm in love, it's gonna be happy. No, it's a struggle. Yeah. And it's, it's a work. You it's have to work. work for it. Yeah. You know, you have to work for like we're saying goals. Like that's one of the goals. Like to get, you know, better at your marriage. Like, yeah. At least that's for me, a real now goal. I see it. That's like, a good I goal. I want to get to a bigger goal with my wife. Like yeah. I see older people drinking coffee, and it's like, dude, that's a goal, right? There. Or still having like little kids. Life, that's know? like the main goal, right? Yeah. 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 Sure. I think I think you know what. Listening to them is like listening to my my Experience? wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It, it's once you get past that point where you say like where you're bumping heads, if you can figure it out and you get past that hard part, right, it starts to become like something real beautiful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, this is what it happens, guys, who's listening and you know thinking of taking a DM or whatever. You know, you're <laughs> you're you're gonna break. Something that you uh, should not do. Like, heads up, dude, it's not worth it. No. The argument that comes afterwards, the mistrust, everything, it's not worth it. The trust, you never yeah, get that back, just, bro. It's yeah. ego. It's like egos or like both egos. Like, it's not good. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, let it So it's kind of like you're trying to control it. Yeah, you got to just let it go, you know, accept it, accept the other person and, you know, try to work together, like you yeah. said. Because we did do the topic about women being cheated on, but we never talked to the men who actually, you know, wanted or did, you know, and what was the outcome? Like, what did you get out of it? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But that's a good topic to do. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> did we get to you, sir? <laughs> She's like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Give me that mic. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go for it. What's the question? Um, the, if, God says, <laughs> okay, if God says no to you. If God says no to me. God no to you. And, how, and then how did you handle it? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like, like Mondo, like, you know, just. You took it. Just took it and accept it, you know, because sometimes um, I have learned, like, like you, like you say, being stubborn. You have to understand that 
when God closes a door, it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, Manos, and he, like, everything he's gone through, and everybody, like, everything we've gone through, like, there's clo- there's doors that have closed in our lives that sometimes we realize later, and it's like, oh, now I understand. Yeah. Sometimes it might be months, sometimes it might be years, and sometimes we realize the purpose of God in our life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I say it like that because you, although you're not religious, although you don't go to church, but God's purpose is that way, whatever you are. Whatever life you're living Yeah, because, I mean, that's just basically it. I mean, sometimes we don't understand, like, oh, why didn't I get the job? Or why didn't, mm-hmm. why did my grandpa had to pass away? Or why did my dad had to pass away? But there's a purpose with, mm-hmm. with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, sometimes, yeah, we, we can get stubborn, you know? Oh, and I've sure. had that, I've had that, I've had that, you know, those, those times, but now... I think we go through it, well, at least life me, lessons, yeah. you know, like in our early stages of life. Now I'm going to get into my 30s and I feel more chill about it, more relaxed. Like, okay, you do that door. You will, bro. I, I know that that's for a purpose. And yeah, that's your mentality continue, now. Continue. How old are you right now? 29. Yeah, because yeah, I'm 36. Oh, okay. So you definitely, if you're like that now, by my age, you're going to be just... Yeah, it ain't going to phase you, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, and I, and I see it that way, like... You know, if God has closed the door, let's just continue, keep yeah. on pushing life forward. On. Life goes on, exactly. Yeah. So that's how I deal with it. Just yeah. keep on going and keep on being the best person you can be. Yeah. Not just for your kids, but for your wife and for everybody else, man. Because mm-hmm. you never know. You can yeah. be you can be that person that changes somebody's life, you yeah. know, just by your example, by Straight the way up. you live, by the way you work, by the way you just talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm, I'm a bus driver and sometimes I've seen a lot of kids change just by me presenting a smile and like hey dude what's up how you doing you know acknowledging them them, you know just those little things you can make you can make a life changing in somebody else so yeah yeah i feel it yeah well i used to be that way guys (laughs) 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 no when you're when you are uh uh, well like me i don't know you guys don't sound like that but i used to be such a negative thinker that i'll be like I'm going to jinx it or don't you want anything good for me, God? Or don't you love mm. me? Or, you know, I would say all those things. Mm. Uh, so anything a no would be such a negative impact for me mm. that I'll kind of get mad at God, you know? Mm. And then I'll, I'll tell God off sometimes, you know, like, I'm your daughter. You're supposed to love me, right? But I didn't know what he was protecting and me from. And I bet you went through depression because of that. Huh? Yeah, I did. I got to, I went through a lot of things, like I battled a lot of things because I, I personally do believe there's a God and I see him like a father, right? Yeah. So I'll get mad at him like if he was my father, you know, mm-hmm. and I should have because he's God, but, you know, he still loves me. Right? <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that though. You know? Yeah, I've heard, right. yeah, so, I've heard that. And for me, it was the process for me to trust God. I think that's when we kind of like have to say that, okay, God, I'm going to trust you. If you're closing this door, I trust you while you close it. Or are you going to open this one? Are you sure? I trust you. It's, it's like the trust. Yeah. yeah. Because we don't have a lot of people, which we're going to talk about human behavior right now, that a lot of people uh, fails us. Mm. And, and we feel like God's going to be the same. But God is not, you know, a person. Mm-hmm. So he knows what to trust God is like, you know what you're doing. You've been here. You've been here longer than I have, you know? So for me, it was so hard for me to trust him, but I'm in the point I'm working on it. You know, okay, God, you're closing that door. I, I see you, you know, I wanted it, but now I'm accepting it. You yeah. know, even though I, my feelings don't um, match up to it, but mm-hmm. I have to correct myself. 
So I'm still in that little process, you know, like, I'm not like you guys. Trust me, the frustration's there. You just don't let it get to you. Yeah, the yeah, feeling you, is you always frustrated. Hell yeah. Yeah. You kidding me? It's patience. You know, you gotta be. You gotta and that's be, something you know. I've been like, I lacked before. Patience. Bro, like, <laughs> you gotta, I wasn't patient with the dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. A it's lot not of, perfect at all. At all. No. no yeah. Okay, so the next ones are okay. We have counted a lot of people. Everybody's counted people with different behaviors, different religions, and all that stuff. Okay, so now we're going to talk about that human behavior. Um, have you ever dealt with someone who can take accountability? Okay, I'm going to give you guys a story. Okay, I'll get you with the Kajika right now. But this just recently happened. This is fresh in my memory, okay? There's an incident that happened. I want to correct this because I know there are probably people are listening that they want to know what happened, all right? So, check this out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so one time I was doing a podcast, right? It was about, you know, I'm not going to say it because you guys are going to know. Um, there was a little incident that happened with my guests, right? No, don't think about it. You're thinking about it. Don't think about it. Okay. Um, so there was an incident that happened, right? And I didn't even know what was happening because I was so focused on the podcast, right? But you could hear people like right here arguing and all that stuff. And I was like, what? Shut up. We're doing a podcast, right? And the next thing I know, one leaves but hurt, and the other one leaves frustrated. And I'm like, what happened? Uh, right? So they kind of got into it. Well, one did. The other one that got offended didn't say nothing back. But the offender was like kind of attacked that other person, right? Okay, that's what happened, right? So I go on with my merry way. I'm living my life, right? Months pass. Next thing I know, the offender deleted me from Facebook. And I was like, well, what happened? I, I just wished you happy birthday like a month ago. Like, what happened? Wow. Right? And then next thing I know, my friends told me that because I haven't invited the uh, offender back, she's offended by me. And I'm like, well, I have mm. different guests coming. Like, I haven't thought about it, right? So the, the, person, who, the person who attacked, yeah. Uh, that person was getting butthurt by me and started talking bad about me that, oh, we're aligning groups here that we're not taking that person back in. And, and I was like, what? 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 And then she started deleting mm. me from all social media. And my friend told me, well, because you didn't defend her from your friend. And I'm like, but she's the one that attacked her. Oh, wow. So how can I, <laughs> I didn't even offend the person, uh, 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 protect the person who got offended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and the person who attacked her was playing the victim, you know, and telling everybody that oh we're lining up clicks over here, but yeah. she didn't want to take accountability for how she attacked my friend, the other one. Right. Right. So now she's playing the victim, and I'm like, what? And my urges was I want to tell this girl off, like you know, my urges <laughs> like I'm gonna correct you, boo. Right. No, not you. Rose. With the no, clap. No, 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 not right. even. With the hand clap. No, and then what's even worse, she brought her mom into this. Oh, Lord. Because I put a, a, yeah, a, a, a quote on Facebook and her mom defended her. You know, this is how we need to treat each other. And I was like, oh, my God, I know what you're doing. That's cute. But no, you don't know the whole story. <laughs> so this person is not taking accountability for her actions, for what she said. She, has, she doesn't think she did nothing wrong. She thinks she's just seeing that we're not bringing her back to uh, podcasting. And she's, she feels betrayed. Wow, so she's not back for sure now, right? Well, <laughs> I 
honestly, I know for sure. No. Because... We're going to play the episode. <laughs> so, but what happened? Okay, so this is what happened, right? Oh, man. We're talking about uh, uh, butts. Okay. We're talking about butts. Oh, yeah. she had no like butt. She so had no butt. No, 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 no. She had none. Okay, one girl. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, no. That's so she. She does. She does. She does. She does. Oh wow. One did okay. it. Word. Right. Well, she was the one who did it. Was like. Hey, come through. Oh, um. <laughs> no, the one who did it was like, hey, do you think I need a butt? And that other girl who has a butt said, oh, don't worry about your butt. You need to fix your breasts. She yeah. thought it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and she's the one who's offended by me because I haven't invited her back. Do you That's know what savagery. I mean? That's savagery. Level, uh, she wants to go back to retaliation? No, no, she, <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. But my friend who got attacked didn't say nothing. <laughs> wow. Right? She took it, she stayed quiet. And then she uh, vented the night before, and then she never talked about it again. She let it go. But the one who insulted her is all offended, talking crap. And I'm like, what just happened? I didn't what, even why know. Why is she mad about that? Exactly! I don't know! I don't know! She already talked shit. What, you know what else? But she, she has a, the one with the booty talks smack. Exactly. Hey, hit my DM, though. <laughs> I've met people that attack oh and God, they think bro, so that it's okay Jeez, and they don't want to take accountability. I can't deal with a draining woman like that. Never mind, don't come over here. Please. I don't know. That, so that's why I brought that topic. That that. You say something about your beard. Bro, <laughs> she might. She might. For real. I don't know. She so, might want to color all that red. So for me, it's like I still love her. I still I still love you, girl. I, I will always love you. But I cannot hang out with you no more. I just can't. You get that shit. You don't need negative. You don't need. Yeah, those that vibes, for me that was so negative. That was drama. Vibes. I hate drama. I hate it. I I love my. You beats. don't need those vibes. I love my drama. <laughs> but that was too much you. drama. I feel you. Kajika, have you ever dealt with someone who doesn't take accountability? Uh, yes, I have quite a few people. Oh man, can I, can, I, can you speak of one? Yeah. 
I can't stand by and watch that. Yeah. So as much as it hurts to part ways and say goodbye, it's necessary. And back to that topic of being the best me, I need to take that out of my life. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yep. Yep. And you're gonna we everybody's gonna encounter those type of people. Everybody. It's so true. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. And then it's the toughest choice to, like, you want to love because you know you're a good person. You want to be there for them. But sometimes it's just best to just, like, oh. It is, you know. And it's such a whirlwind of emotions. You go through a time where you feel like, gosh, I'm such a shitty person because I'm not there for them. Yeah. You know? Like, I want to help them. And, and you know, uh, when somebody – I feel like when people are really bad at taking accountability they're very good at manipulation and mm-hmm. manipulating situations yeah and you know i found myself in these conversations with this individual where i feel bad for them you know i'm like okay i'm not doing enough to help the situation one day just this light bulb went off it's like there's nothing i can do to mm-hmm. help the situation yeah i feel it i just yeah. have to walk away and it's hard it's hard yeah like some like um like my dad, everybody's walked away from him and I'm his only source and, and like I even have to like say no to him and it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It does, right? Yeah. I feel you yeah. Anybody yeah. wants to jump in? I'll jump in. Okay. You know, um I mean we all I think we all encounter as we grow up, you know, various people that that are like that. Um, I have a close friend of mine that uh you know, he's really close to me. I've known him. We've known him since, you know, younger. And um, it's kind of like back to what we were saying. Like, if you're living your life and nobody tells you, like, hey, you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. And it, he's kind of just an adult now and grew up that way his whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing bad has happened yet mm-hmm. or anything where he's like, I got to change my life. Yeah. So he's still on the same path. No and change. uh yeah and no change but the thing is that he has kids you know Ooh. he has kids so um, he's passing down that to his kids yeah so he's not taking responsibility you know for his kids he's not taking responsibility for his life um you know he, he's 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 not he's just not taking care of himself you know what i mean and um like uh our friend on the phone said you know i i've I've gotten to that point too where I realized like I've done so many things I've cried you know I've tried to talk to him I've done so many things and mm-hmm. he just don't care you know what I mean and if and I realized you know like if he doesn't care about his own kids you know what was why is he gonna care about what I say you know yeah. what I mean yeah. if that didn't change him and if that didn't make him realize like yo I need to take care of myself I need to take care of my family mm-hmm. I need to, um, then I'm not gonna change him yeah. yeah, there's no way. He already made up his mind. He's doing what he wants to do, and you know it's sad to say, but un- until something happens, he's not gonna change his life. Yeah. You know? and because there's nothing making him change. Yeah, and it's sad to say that because they're, they're gonna hit hard, bro. Hit, yeah. And that's yeah, I know who he's talking about. Obviously, um, that's my little bro, and uh, I I have gone out of my way to just call him and let him know, like, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. You know what's good, you know, and I, I don't, I don't preach to them though. Yeah. I just let them know. I just let them know, yo, I'm here, bro. You, we, you know, we do lunch whenever we can or whatever, and uh, 
I just love, and and then he's the one who who usually ends it with, "I love you, big bro." Yeah. I be, I love you too, dude. I go, I'm just, you know, I'm, I, I need you to know I'm here, bro. Like, regardless of whatever's happening, you know what I'm saying, and just know that, you know, you're here. I'm here, dog. Like, yeah. yeah. And I'll hit him up. Like I said, the last time I heard how he was doing, I had to reach out, mm-hmm. just to make sure he was cool. Yeah. And just to make sure he knows that, you know. Obviously, we're all like brothers. We're all rooting for each other. You know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely, I know who he's talking about, and and it's 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 facts. Like, you can only do so much. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel him on that because as we both know him. Yeah, I just kind of so. try to you know learn to accept accept him for who he is. You know what I mean? And love him. Yeah, that's you know? all you so, can do. So bro. I don't turn like you know like I still talk to him. I I see him all the time. He comes to my house, you know, um, all the time. But I don't take it there with him no more. Yeah. I don't have that conversation with him. I like I said I don't preach to him. Yeah. Um, I just you know I how you mate? How you doing? And to show him that you know I'm not gonna switch on him because yeah. his, those are his decisions. Yeah. You know I, mean? I love him for who he is. I know who I know that he's gonna do that. I yeah. know that you know what you know he's my brother and I'm never gonna stop loving him for. Yeah. It. You can't. Most I definitely. Can, but I can't. <clears throat> Enabling. Yeah, I can't. I can't keep like contribute yeah. to to his choices. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I I I say the same thing, bro. Um, and then you just can't. You just can't get mixed with them. You know. I mean, if you're that type of person, we'll go on ahead. You know, keep on being toxic, <laughs> or keep on being that person that don't care about yourself. No. You know. Cause um. Nah, I, I I don't know. I feel like you guys we're in the same boat. Like we we want to strive to be better for ourselves, you know. Yeah. And you can't you can't mix with those people. <laughs> yeah. But like you know how you guys say, you just gotta keep on loving yeah. them, you know. And even the Bible talks about it too. You know, you gotta just love your neighbor, accept them, and you accept them the way how they are. You know? Because you know what, how you said earlier, you can't change. You can't change until you know the person wants to change, and and. Uh, what was happening is that I was I was preaching to him and I was coming at him hard and I was even talking shit to him, you know what I mean? And it was frustrating me and I was getting headaches and like I, I would see him and I would get stressed out because mm. I want to like come on, yeah, but I can't. So like I had to for my like healthiness I had to be like you know what you can't change him, yeah. just mm-hmm. you love him, just let them be. you know, and, and and you know I like you said like. Uh, even though he comes over, you know, like we, it's we don't mingle because he's focused on other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm focused on on you know totally different things. You know what I mean? And he wants to pursue the drinking, the doing drugs, the, that type of life. You know what I mean? And I can't change him. I yeah. can't change him. So I just accept him for who he is. You know what I mean? Um, I try to tell him like, hey, you know, take care of yourself. Yeah. Try to do better, like little little things, you know. But I don't go in. I don't talk to him about it anymore because yeah. it was sucking out of me. It was like yeah. sucking. It was draining you. It was yeah, draining. It so. And not just that, bro. I feel like because I've had it happen in my life where you try, like you say, you were preaching to him and you like getting at him. You try to tell him, tell him, tell him, make him accountable of you know of what they're doing. And sometimes the person that ends up being hurt is yourself. Yeah. 
because the way they act or sometimes they'll you, they flip on yourself and they like they blame you for something that happens or like oh this happened because of you like uh, you end up being like a person that gets hurt you know yeah so sometimes it's it's better off to like just step back and then just love them and just accept them how they are but you know keep that line or that distance you, you know? have to yeah because yeah. if not uh, those type of people they make you like you said they make you feel like you're the one with the problem with the problem yeah and they make you think that and they make you you know what i mean like they're good at manipulating like if this would have happened, mm-hmm. you know, it would be different. So yeah. then you feel bad for them. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, it's here we go. Big. So yeah, so you gotta make sure you're like solid. You already know what their game is, so yeah. you, you can't you can't feed into it, you know. Yeah. No. There's a saying that Joyce Meyer says, and she says, you could lead the horse to the well, but you can't make him drink. You can't make him yeah. drink the water. Yeah. So I was like, that always hit me, and I was like, that's true. Just mm-hmm. can't make people change. They're, they are who they are, unless they want to. Yeah. Joyce Myers? Minister, uh, no. Joyce Myers? The preacher? Oh, yeah. La pelona, como le dice mi mamá. I just hear your mom saying that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, second, uh, the next one. Um, why is it so, for, so hard for us to accept others? Like religion, cultures, identity. And the reason why I brought that because I was watching this, um, the news, how we're so fearful of each other. For example, like um, the Republicans are fearful of the Democrats, and the Democrats are fearful of the Republicans. Like we are so, uh, or churches, you know, we're so divided. We're not, we're not together anymore. Like for example, I don't know if you guys noticed, Catholic Church only has one building in each city. Christians have a bunch of churches in one city. So why can't we just be one? Right. So or, or another one, like we're afraid, like, you know, I know, for example, um, my mom's not racist, but she's afraid of black people. Right. Because she sees a black man and she gets scared. Right. But she doesn't know. She doesn't. It's just how she was brought up. She was only surrounded by Mexicans. Right. She's, she's older. She's older. Right. It's in that culture. And it's just like, it's like she 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 doesn't hate them there. She's afraid of them. You know, some people are like, oh, well, it's racist, but like how uh, there's a lot of people right now that are being fearful of like, or they're attacking like the Asian community <clears throat> or the Asian people. Exactly. And why? Like, because they don't know, they, they think like they have the virus or they brought the virus or it's like they're fed who, something. Who the hell knows, you know, but because they don't know the facts. You know, they don't have the information correct yeah. or whatever. Then, you know, they because somebody else fed them yeah. a story. Mm-hmm. That's, you know I mean? that's what's in their mind. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what plays out in their head. Mm-hmm. So, you know, m- you know, misleading information and then... It's dangerous. Yeah, Even if it's know? a theory. Yeah. It's so... You, like, you have to have little facts in there to yeah. know that you're going with the right theory. Yeah. yeah. It's just like this. Go for it. If somebody sees you from the older generation... With all your tattoos. Oh, trust me, I've gotten it all. No, no, no. No, I'm no, no. trust you, go for it, go for it. Yeah. But the first thing they'll do is like judge, judge you, you and yeah. be like, nah, heck no, she's like in part of a gang or because I I I was brought up that way. So Exactly. When yeah. I started working at like that job I was talking about, my almost had that accident. I had a friend, well, at the time he wasn't a friend, right? But he was tatted like literally 
his whole head, his ears, his eye, like eyelids, Ouch. his lip. Like he was one of those that was like straight up gangbanger, but he wasn't living that life no more. Mm. But he was straight up like blasted, and that was his addiction. Anywhere he had like, you know, a part to 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 write himself on, like he would go to the tattoo shop every paycheck, bro, and he was getting tatted. But no, but um, but my first thing, my first reaction was like because how like you know you're saying we were fed, we were taught you know certain ways like oh no like this guy's getting maton or lo que sea like it's cholo. Man, when I started talking to the sweetest guy in the whole world, bro, the dude, we would talk and sometimes he would just open up to me and he would cry like. And I was a kid, I was an 18-year-old kid talking to a 32-year-old man, and he was crying and telling me his problems, you know, like... He's still human. He's like, dude, he's still human, and he still has feelings, yeah. you know? And, like, I, I just feel like it's just the way we're fed or the way we're, we're brought up. Yeah, it's... That has... That it's, has to do, yeah. it's a lot, it's a lot to do with the upbringing uh, in your household mm-hmm. and the way it's structured, because... Like, I come from a very diverse family, so I never really saw it. But I have friends. <laughs> Just in talking to them, I was like, what? Why you, what? Yeah. Like, why you think like that? Yeah. You know? Because it's um, normal to you. It's normal to me. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think it's hard for people that have been told all their lives by their uncles, moms, dads, grandmothers... This is bad, this is bad, this is bad, or this is not good, or this is this way, to all of a sudden break out of that shell and be okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's going to take them time. They could, but it's going to take them time. Yeah. And until they hit that real world, you know, whether it be yeah. college, that job, school, then they're going to see like, oh, damn, you know, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Or they meet yeah. that one person, and it's not like that. My grandma is totally against tattoos. And her favorite gun, her favorite grandson... Is tied it up. So, <laughs> so now what? You know, like, what are you, what are you gonna tell me now? You're not a bad guy. She knows that. You know. Yeah. Um. So it's all in your upbringing. I'll keep it short. I mean, that's basically what it is. For that, at least that's how I see it. Yeah. You know. What about you? What you think? I think the same thing. Yeah. It's yeah. just about the fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's... then you grow up and then you realize, like, why were we even thinking this way? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah bro. Seriously. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Everything that's going on right now is just so odd to me. Like, why is it even happening? Yeah, like, we're not even understanding each other. That's mm-hmm. why I think we're so divided. We just don't understand. Yeah. And going to the, uh, like, the color thing, like, with the religion, or the color thing, like, my kids, Calm down. my kids will not say, oh, my, my black friend, my Asian friend. You know, they'll call them by name. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think we touched on this last time. Yeah. And then I'll be the idiot, be like, oh, the chinito. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Or, oh, the güerita. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, chance. I'm like, oh, whatever, name. whatever. Yeah. You know, the güerito. And be like, yeah, chance. Or whoever yeah. the hell. So it's it's something you're upbringing. They, yeah. they weren't brought up that way to be like, oh, go tell that black guy over there. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. Let's go, go tell that gentleman over there or whatever. And me, oh, it's a negro. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's different. It's different. Yeah, I think so. we are. And it has to do with our culture, too, because that's how our culture yeah. is, especially. That's hard, because yeah. it, it is true what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. I always have to tell him, like, can you please, because my, like, our son goes to a school that's super, like, 
diverse. My kids too. Of, you yeah. know, so I always have to remind him, like, can you please you not can't teach like, your kids that please no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and then um, my son, I think he kind of realizes it sometimes. So he'll be like, um, my. You know, my friend has the same color skin my dad does. So I feel like, okay, uh, you know, we get into that conversation. It's like, oh, you mean he just looks different, but he's the same as you and me. Yeah. You know, but I always have to remind him, like, we know it's it's how, you know, he was brought up, we were brought up, but like, yeah. please. And then my let's dad try. calls me Negro. So yeah. Like, yeah. Negro, right. so, Come here, you know, yo. like. Yeah. And that's that's standard in the Mexican or in Chicano culture, land culture, you know. Yeah. We have gordo, chino, güero, everything, negro. Yeah. We like, call you by the name. We have it's all nicknames, <laughs> yeah. you know. Flaco. And if you look know, at the movies and stuff, like every culture, like you know, you have the African American. They have their way of talking, their slang. You know, mm. you go to the Italians and they have their slang. slang. Right. And I think that's what's happening now with the world. They want to just justify it to everybody or they want to make everybody feel good. Because if you look at it now, like you go, let's look at, let's look at it at, as like at teams or like, you know, the, the football teams. Let, let, let's put an example, football team. My cousin plays football. They don't just have three prizes or like, you know, like first place, second place and third place. Now, if you lost, they give you a trophy because they don't want you feeling bad. Oh, okay. Gimme, there's I'm not there's not that. a challenge or there's, there's not quality. Yeah, they I'm want not. everybody to feel good and not yeah, not yeah. like okay, well like feel they defeated or you know like that. So I think that has to do a lot with with our generation just coming up and we're yeah. so soft. I'm not posting no loser awards on Sorry. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you can have your mom post it. I'm not. No. Yeah, we have a lot of people <laughs> that are up there and the like, you know. What is it? Our government, running our governments that are just soft people. Hella and anything soft. That, that has to hella do soft. that. Hits it's funny them because wrong. you guys are saying hella soft for me, like everybody's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's that mentality. That's the mentality at the end of the day. It has to do with it, you know? Because no. you know, they just wanna they wanna everybody to feel cool and like not do this but then at the same time you bring our cultures in and then like you say something like you know like we're going back like it's like we're mixing yeah and you see you you say it like without without hurting or you know and then it's like oh i think it kills the integrity too though right like like if i lose and you give me an award i feel i feel i feel okay with that i'm not gonna see you with your awards and be like you know what the hell with that? I, I don't want those awards. Exactly. And there's no I don't have an award. There now, no more. I don't have you no know. award. I'm getting that shit next year. You know, but no, I got my little pretty award. All right, I'm happy. I want to be back at the guy's That's why I was always hard on my son. Well, not hard, but that's why I always told my son, like, you got to try your hardest, dude. I'm not going to bring you to football practice or, or any sport if you're not going to try yeah, yeah. So you that one. like yeah. we're not getting participation awards around here bro Life is not yeah. you know what I'm saying? i get what you're saying i get it i get it what yeah. about you kajika what do you think that why is it hard for us to um get along or understand each other uh just kind of what everybody else is saying i think it's human nature to fear the unknown uh on a personal level though i gotta be honest it's something i've always struggled with wrapping my mind around uh 
why other people's differences bothered people so much. Yeah. I grew up in a family yeah, yeah. that was um, very colorful. I grew up in a very strong Latin background and a very strong Japanese background. So there are two completely different worlds, you know. Uh, my father was a strong Catholic. My mother grew up in a Baptist Buddhist home. Uh, I have family that are gay and queer and part of the LGBTQ community. So it's really hard for me to dislike somebody based on their views, religion, or race. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Um, and again, like I, like I said, I, I can't wrap my mind around it. My only logical answer is that it's human nature to fear the unknown. Right. Yeah. Right. But for me, I mean, as long as your heart is in the right place, I don't pray to the whales. I don't care. Yeah. Like, as long as your heart is in the right place, that's really all that matters to me. Yeah. Is your character at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Come on now. So, but, like but again, that's just me. I don't find a lot of people like that. I got to be honest. No, I know. It's, it's, it's rare. That's why I, I'm kind of picky with my panels needs to be more, you know, open-minded, more wiser, mm. and just be yeah. like, well, you're not this way, so I can't stand that, yeah. It's like that show, yeah, like that show. Yeah, of mine, you know? I think because I've been on the the crummy end of the stick where I've been judged for being different, Yeah. I try and go way out of my way to uh, get to know people and uh, what makes them tick, Yeah. rather than look at them and say, okay, you're Muslim, I'm not, so I don't have time for that, or, you know, whatever the context is, that doesn't, that's just not how my brain works. Yeah. I, I, I like to, uh, I, I truly believe love is love. Yes. No matter what okay. continent you are, or what you look like, or what God you pray to. Yeah. Just as long as your heart's in the right spot, like, I don't know, that's all that matters. I love that. I, I, I personally, too, if, if you have a different religion, I'm like, please tell me all about it. <laughs> like, yeah, I learn. love to learn about yeah. it. I love to hear people's points of views. You know, I'm always asking you questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was always the kid in my family that asked my dad. So I asked so many questions about the Bible. I grew up asking my grandmother about Buddha and everything she learned about it, you know, her point of view. And my aunt is Hindu. I asked her a lot of questions about hmm. that, too. And there's anything I learned is that all the religions that I've come encounter with, there is a, they're all very similar, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's it's how people approach it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Christians that I meet, there are bad ones and there are good ones. Mm-hmm. There are people that take the evil from the book and the good from the book. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Muslims. Same with Catholics. Yeah. Same with probably the only people that I can say that have an experience negative side to are Buddhist monks. Mm. Those are people I've met that I I can say that I haven't, I like it's all positive. <laughs> I would like to meet one. I've never met one. That's dope. Huh? No, I, I said uh, I would like to meet one. I've never met one. I would like to pick There's their brain. There's lots here in Seattle and, you know, if you walk around Green Lake and places, well, you know Green Lake, but yeah. for those that don't, it's a lake that you walk, a lot of people walk around here. There's a lot of monks that walk that lake. When I was in high school, my friend and I, would, we thought it was fun to go to Green Lake and interview them. Oh, my God. I would have known that. <laughs> so I would go and ask some random questions. You yeah. Know? And I learned a lot. That's the They're end. normal I people. Bet. They're really cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, Washington is very diverse. Like I've never right here where we live, it's mostly like what ninety percent Mexicans or more. Like yeah. almost yeah. Not that much in Coachella. Oh, oh, 90%. Yeah, like 99%. <laughs> but when I went to Washington, that's when I met a bunch of different Asians, different um, African-Americans, everything. And Samoans, everything. And I was like, what, what, what? I was excited. I loved it. You were going to say something. Oh, no, no. You forgot? Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay, next question. Why do you think people lie? Nobody wants to. <laughs> okay. Also, fear of the unknown. Yeah. Of the reaction um, then, of the other person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then a lot of probably underlying insecurities. I know with yeah. me and what I've experienced, the, there's actually, you know, people in my life that I would say have a lying problem. Uh, speaking back to that person that I don't really uh, come in contact with as much because of the toxicity they bring into my life lying is a big part of it mm. um, and I think it stems from them not being happy with themselves yeah I agree yeah, yeah. And, and also they don't they kind of I feel like when people lie is because they want to be looked at a certain way mm. yeah know? and then also because they don't it's well, not everybody lies I think everybody lies but in people call it like white lie because they don't want to be mean Yep. You know, so let's say, oh, girl, that dress looks good. Okay, no, yeah. bro, yeah, the lonja yeah. is not looking good or something, <laughs> right? Like, or like, you know, I'm really honest with myself too. Like, I have it. I'll be like, no, girl, take that off. You know, like, put something else. You know, but I think we lie without being always mean. But there are people that just constantly lie all the time. Yeah, one thing. For one sure. thing I've said. I, yeah, there are. There's a difference, right? Yeah. I think there's people that are, you know, fools of liars. They can't uh, help it. They're, with it yeah um, then there's like you said everybody lies right yeah and it can stem from a place of uh, uncomfortableness um, again fear worry of being rejected mm-hmm. or you know being rejected in the past and reapproaching the same situation and you want to lie about it because you've been rejected in the past yeah mm-hmm. and you don't like that feeling so you feel it's safer just to you know little white lie right. but it lies a lie like there's no good yeah. what are you gonna say it's uh, I was gonna say one thing I've always said is, you're gonna hurt me more with a lie, like a exactly. bold faced lie. Yeah. yeah. When I know you're lying, because the facts yeah. are all there, I'm gonna be more hurt with a lie than I would with the bold truth. Mm-hmm. Like hit me with the truth, bro. Yeah. Hit me with the truth. I don't give a damn. Like you're not gonna hurt my feelings. I'm mm-hmm. a grown man. But when I know you're lying and the facts are all there men women whatever even my son like yeah and i tell this boy like i know the truth don't lie to me like uh or everything always comes to the light like yeah everything, everything's always exposed um everything. obviously yes like you said there's been white lies where i'll be like oh no i'm not gonna go do this but i'll do it anyway you know what i'm saying <laughs> and i don't want to get into that because you know it's baby you know this little little something something but <laughs> like no i'm not going out tonight I go out tonight, you know, but, uh, um, but yo, when it comes to that compulsive liar, you know, when it comes to that person that spreads lies throughout, you know, social media or even just trying to back talk or bad talk your name, you crap on your name or whatever. Yeah. I mean, all I got to say is, you know, if they're not saying it to my face, then I really don't care, bro. I really don't have the energy for that. If if you're gonna believe it, 
then that's on you. You know what I'm saying? If you don't come at me with it, then I don't want care to hear it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, again, like, if I think people lie just, I mean, sometimes to make themselves look better, mm. too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always said that. You know, if you're, I'd rather just hear the facts, dude. Same. Yeah. I'd rather just hear the facts. Car facts. Give me car the facts. car facts, bro. <laughs> Salvage title or not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. It might hurt, but I want it to. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Do you guys have, do you feel like, you know, Same. you kind of figure it out. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I hate liars. <laughs> 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 I hate liars. I always tell the truth even when I lie. I feel that way. Like, I discovered myself. I was like, no, wait a minute. I'm lying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, you know, I say it. I, I, yeah, I have to say it. I think um, going back to Kachiko, Kachika uh, was saying, um, there's a fear of what's, what what the end result's gonna be. Because mm-hmm. when I used to lie to my wife about, you know, being out and being at work, you know, I lied a lot. And the fear was, you know, if she finds out what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a woman so, always knows. Yes, they do. <laughs> a woman always if you're what? married, let me tell you, women yeah. know, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's an instinct, a feeling, or just know. What do they say? A woman's intuition? Yeah. Right? That shit is real. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's um, going back to me, like my past life. I was, I was a, a liar, you know? I lied to my wife a lot. And my fear was like, what, what's going to happen if? I come clean. Like, mm. If I tell her the truth, like we even had, like even to talk, my my thing was like not talking. Communicating has always been like when we when we first got married, like we would have issues or there was a problem going on, I would get in my truck and bounce. And she hated that. I do that. You know, and, and, and it's and it sucks because you don't confront the problem. You kind of just kind of don't want to deal with it you think by leaving coming back it's just gonna be like okay she'll you hit the it, reset you know? button uh, yeah and it's wait, not you know? piling up those yeah. no we're piling we're piling exactly. yeah. that, that, that yeah. stuff piles up bro it's funny, you, yeah. it's funny you said that i used to do that too when i was younger bro yeah when i was and, younger yeah and Most you know problems. you know talking from a person that lied like i feel that a lot of it has to do with if i say the truth what's gonna what's gonna happen mm-hmm. what's the consequences because not even just lying to her like i was lying for church mm-hmm. you know because i wanted to have that part in me playing the guitar me being me being you know the the superstar at the time and it was like okay if i if i say the truth i'm like i'm done you know yeah it's because so, también uh, we have the we people, especially church people, have the way of judging. Yes. And that's and we shouldn't do that. Yes. If we everybody says, "Oh, I'm not perfect," that's why I go to church. Well, yeah, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Don't judge me then. Exactly. You know? Give me the mercy that you want back. You yeah. know. So I get it. That's why when you said you smoked and all that stuff, and I was like, I bet you were hiding it from everybody. Yeah. Like you did not want to be because you don't want to be looked at as un hypocrite. But you're mm-hmm. not because your heart is there. You mm-hmm. love God. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, but yeah, all that 
Yeah, you didn't want All those were lies, you know? I was living the... I was, like, living a certain way, but in my closet, I was, like, something totally different, you know? Yeah. Mm. And I feel like if you're a person that's transparent, now you're transparent, you're... Obviously, we all make mistakes, but if you're transparent and you're truthful and, like, we're talking about lies, you're not lying... Life is a lot better. Life is a lot better easier. and the easier, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, there's not so much weight mm-hmm. because, like, it takes it takes so much out of you to be a liar, to just hide things, to just and then you not forget talk your life, and then you forget your life. It, it like I said, it it takes so much out of you because there's a lot of work to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of work yeah. to it, you mm-hmm. know. Like to be honest. To be to 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 know to like not to not slip out a lie that happened a couple months ago, you know, like it's you're talking and now all of a sudden like oh it just it it, it slipped out or I don't want it slipped out and it's true and we you catch know? everything too it, yeah but like yeah yeah and it's so it's much work because it's just so mentally like you don't want to talk you yeah. shut yourself out to not talk in front of people because you're like. You don't see the wrong thing. Yeah, exactly. Because then it's like, oh, you know? Yeah. And yeah, it's just, don't be a liar. Yeah. Let's just be, let's just be transparent. Even if just, it makes you look bad, just say it. Yeah. But now, like now, like, yeah, I'm a person that goes to church and stuff, but I, I want to be, I want to be honest and truthful. Like mm-hmm. if I'm going through things, I'd rather say like, hey, Today, like, it was a hard day. Like, I'm emotionally wrecked mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, like, I don't want to feel that, that heaviness that you feel when you just keep the, keep yeah. those things, you know? And when you talk to your, your spouse like me, I talk to my <coughs> wife now and like, babe, like, you know, today it's just not my day and I'll cry out to her now. And like, even my friends, you know, and they see that. You know, and we can see it within each other. You know, like when you're transparent, you're just a better person. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just yeah. a better person to be around. So, yeah. yeah. I remember in school one time, my mom, I was saying lies. I used to be a little liar too. And I was saying this little lie about my family. And then the mom me descubrió. How do you say that in English? Um, she uncovered me, discovered me? Just uncovered. Yeah. Don't lie your lie. The truth. Yeah. But my lie in front of my friends. And I was so embarrassed. And I was like, you know what? Damn it. I'm just going to say the truth. Like, ever since then, <laughs> I always said the truth. Like, even if it makes me look bad or yeah. anything like that, I say it. Like, I do not want to be embarrassed. You know, like, that's why I've always been honest. Like, about my feelings, what I'm thinking, what I'm doing. Like, I can't. Like, right. yeah. That's the worst. <laughs> and, and I don't know if it has to do with, like, like in your family. Because you're like, well, I'm the oldest child. And always trying to live up to a standard where your fam- your parents keep you or say that you need to live to a certain standard because your brother and sisters are watching. Oh, that's the oldest responsibility. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so then because I didn't have of no that pressure standard, I was a baby. you have pressure. So yeah. my life growing up was like always hiding a lot of things. You get me? Mm. So that's why when I got married, for me, it was just so like... Just, Used to doing that? Yeah, kind of, you know? Yeah. But... Like now, it's just like, no, I, I yeah. can't. I gotta talk. I gotta speak. I gotta be transparent. I gotta yeah. be, you know. The honesty of it. Yeah. Uh, I feel that. Okay, so what was the next question I was gonna say? I totally forgot. 
Don't be a liar. Mm. <laughs> don't be Just a liar. Oh, that's right. I was going to say, when you do not keep your word, I found a lot of people mm. um, uh, has told me in my face, yeah, I'll do it. Right? And then they don't show up. They don't even give a call. Right? Or nothing. And I'm always on them like, are you going to do it? Oh, I forgot. Or, you know, something else. Kind of like flaked. A lot of people think yeah. that's cool now. Like, oh, I just flake, or it's just uh, my sign, or you know, or <laughs> <laughs> right. But then, for me, I don't get those people back. Like, I don't trust them no more. Mm-hmm. If you're not gonna keep your word, because I feel like we've lost that integrity of our character that we just don't uphold our word anymore. And for yeah. me, I've always learned, like when I read that scripture, that your yes be yes and your no's be no's. And ever since I read that, I was like, hi, Lord. You know, I flicked mm. a lot, you know, because I got lazy. And the moment you say yes, and then when it time comes to it, yeah. you know, you get lazy. You're like, all right, I'll just skip it. But I was correct. It's like, no, your word has to be what you said. Yeah. Right. So have you guys encountered that? And have you ever, or yeah. you did that yourselves? Yeah, I think it hurt me more. Well, when I, when I did it, um, I think it hurt me more when I did it to my kids. Mm. Like there's been times, I'm not, I'm not perfect, right? There's been times where I'll be like, oh, yeah, tomorrow we'll do this and this and this. And then tomorrow comes and I'm, like, tired. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do nothing so, right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel it. So, it happens. It they're happens. They're like, yeah. well, Dad, you said. And this and I'm like, man, I know what I said, man. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, nah. Hey, you said? Nah. Oh, <laughs> you have I to do, do it now. Yeah, they tell me, hey, so, you said that, I get up and I do it. I, yeah, yeah. And, you know, my little Jazzy, my middle child. She's my middle child, man. So I try to give her a little extra love, you know. And there's uh, an incident, I think, earlier this week, like Tuesday or whatever, where I went to go visit them at their mom's and I was leaving. And she said, are we going to Walmart now, Dad? And I had completely forgot. I was tired. I was like, nah, I ain't going to no Walmart. And then she's like, but, but, but you, you told me this. And she was super heartbroken. So I was like, you know what? Let's go. Like, I can't do that to Just her. Just get those little rights. I can't do that to her. I was like, you know what? Damn. I got to go. Let's go. Let's go. I can't do this. So... I think me not keeping my word to my kids is the worst. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate doing that. Yeah. You know, if it comes to, say, like a podcast or a meetup or whatever, I'm at least, I'm going to give you the courtesy to at least call you and be like, hey, bro, something came up. I can't make yeah. it. At least um, that. Like, I don't, I don't know anyone out there. If I've ever done that to you, I mean, let me know. But I don't know if I, I mean, I try, <laughs> I try to give the, the common courtesy yeah. at least. Like, I, there's been times where even on a haircut, like today I had a haircut, too, or I thought I had a haircut at 7, and I hit him up. I'm like, bro, you know what? I got a podcast at 7, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, my buddy's, oh, no, don't trip. Tomorrow at 11. All right, cool. We'll do it at 11. I didn't just not. I mean, that's that's a regular of mine. Yeah. You know? And, and so I know, you knew you wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I know people that will burn their regulars, and that's kind of foul. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, you you know? just, the people that are not going to trust you no more. Yeah. I know I don't. When somebody doesn't uh, show up or something, they don't keep the word. I don't trust them. Like, yeah. Oh, I with you. Yeah. yeah. What about yeah. you, sir? Yeah, same thing. Like you, you. Um, if somebody lies, you know, I understand once. You know, maybe something happened. Maybe, you know, and an accident incident where you couldn't keep your word. But if you do it twice, that's it. Like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so you I give do. him a second chance. I do sometimes. Yeah, I'm going to cut it real quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, I, because, you know, I deal with a lot of people. I've got to talk to a lot of people. And if it's if it's not something important, if it's something important, you know, business-wise or something like that, you lie, of course, there's no t- there's no second chances Yeah. Like, when it comes to that. But 
uh, people that I know and stuff, like, if you, if you, if you don't keep your word, then I'll keep you, you know, in a certain, like, you're my friend, but I know that I can't count on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I won't ever ask you for a favor again or for something again. And please don't ask me for money. Yeah, because since you can't give it. Yeah. Oh, I feel that. Damn, yeah. I've been, I felt the hurt. Like, oh, I'm your friend. I'll be there. <laughs> don't look at I me. Promise, I promise. But yeah, yeah. I'm definitely the type that, like, um, when it comes to, like, business and stuff like that, you do it once and, like, I will never go back to you. I'll never go back on my word either. Like, if I said already, like, fuck you, fuck you. I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna fuck with you no more again. Ever. Yeah. And I don't care. Like, that's it. Yeah, you give him a chance. Yeah. You did it. So. What about you, man? Well, you I guess lady. I am like my sisters. My sisters say that I'm too nice. And Oh, you give chances? <laughs> I give <laughs> all the chances. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a firm believer. It's like, okay, yeah, all right, it's fine. She's a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I guess because um, if I ever, like, mess up or if I ever forget, like, I hope that you would do the same for me. Nice. But, yeah, I don't think I could don't. ever. They, <laughs> I'm telling you. But they don't, you know? Oh, yeah, they, you know, but it's still, like, to me, it's just like, oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know you did your part. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, Jose? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll give it a second chance. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been those homies that, like, you give them more chances and it's like, that's it. Like, yeah. bro, you're just a burn now. You know, mm-hmm. you're just, you're just Tony the Tiger, you know. Big flakes. <laughs> <laughs> Big flakes. <laughs> you know? Frosted flakes, but yeah. Um, yeah, like, I'll give them a second chance. Um, but, like, it's, it has to be something, you know, like uh, a couple weeks. I was invited to go play at a, a church. And it was last minute, too, you know? But that day, I was like, I told my wife, like, I'm excited to go, you know, to this new church and go play. Um, and my mom got sick and like, I was just, I, my, my focus just changed like for me, you know, playing or to practice that day. I didn't work, but my, my mind went just to like straight up my mom, you know, cause my mom has had strokes and she's oh, been sick. Oh, she last month she fell twice. So she's been dealing with a lot. And that day she was just like, I'm not feeling right. I feel like when I had the stroke and. It was just like, so my focus just went wham, like, yeah. and then I totally forgot. I totally forgot to even like send a message to my friend. And then he texts me like around five, I had to be there at four. And then he texts me like, John. And I was like, oh, dude, like, like, dude, totally, like, my mind just went towards my mom. And he was just like, bro, like, I understand. Cause you know, we're, we're homies. Like, we interact both ways. Like, sometimes he'll ask me for favors, and sometimes he asks me for favors, and he's all like, I know you're not that type of person that flakes on me. When it comes down to family, like, bro, I totally understand, you mm-hmm. know? And I understand your mom, you know, like, you know, what she's gone through. So, you know, he gave me another chance, so I went last week. <laughs> but when well, I got... you had an excuse, though. Yeah. I mean, if you have an excuse, I understand. Yeah. But these people just generally just didn't yeah. give a damn. Yeah. 
Nah, yeah. those people, it's like, I think I'm just like Jose, like two two times, that's it. Yeah. You know? And that's it. That's, uh, that's all you can do. That's all you can do, you know? Because, no, I was like, you're going to get your hopes up. Oh, that person's going to come or whatever. And like, and bam, again. Out. Like, nah, challenge. And you're looking through the window. Have you ever encountered those people that can't keep their word? Yeah, plenty of times. Uh, it's super, super frustrating. It well, is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but I have to be honest, after I became a mom too, I kind of have become MIA. I don't, you know, I don't go do things or hang out with people. But with that being said, I don't, I'm not like, yeah, I'm going to be there and then not show. Yeah. I'll tell people, like, you know, At least. I don't have a sitter, so I'm probably not going to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least you're honest because you have kids, so, you know, you know. I try and be honest about yeah. it for sure. But I know when people flake on me, it definitely strikes a chord. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, it happened a lot when I was growing up. And so I think in my adult years, I've become to, I've come to really hate it you know, mm-hmm. and despise it. So when there's flaky people in my life, I tend to just not get involved. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're making time for them, yeah. you know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I know, I know. Okay, so the last question. What's your advice for the next generation? All the, everything you've learned, you know, I know you guys are still young, but you're, you know, you've learned a lot. You guys have been through a lot. Mm. I think I'm the oldest here. No. Oh my God! Me. I'm going to be 37 in Monday. Me too. Oh, Monday? Yeah. You got me by a couple yeah. months. So I'm the oldest. <laughs> I know more. <laughs> three months, but three months. What advice would you give the next generation? Like, um, if you met somebody or even your kids who are going to be 18, start going to the real world, what advice would you give them? Who wants to go? Who's brave enough to go? Be real. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Be real, transparent. Don't be a liar. I would say be patient and uh, you know when when life gets hard don't give up mm-hmm. don't think it's over you know don't think one situation is gonna define your whole life because mm-hmm. there's plenty years ahead and you know it's gonna be okay yeah I'm gonna take it a little different route um, take care of your credit early Mm-hmm. Um, get your license as early as possible. Save yourself the headache of auto ins- or expensive auto insurance. Um, don't ruin your credit. And um, have fun. Live life. Don't rush into relationships. I would say, Max, get your heart broken at least three, four times before you get into a serious relationship. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, live life. Have fun. Do you. What is it? Honestly... If if you could or, or if you're like don't even get into a relationship or have kids till after you're thirty, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm going for ninety. Life <laughs> life, life has life has a lot to offer you, and you yeah. need to you need to figure it out uh, while you can on your own. You need to figure yourself out. So, you know, what I'm saying take time to figure yourself out. Don't rush into anything. Don't feed into the social media hype. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Take some time, reflect, meditate, figure yourself out, and then jump into it. That's what I would say. Okay. What about you, 
goes with a lot of stuff. I really shouldn't even say man. I'm just a young lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, mainly like for because I think about my kids, it's like be kind, and then guard your heart as much as you can. This world, it's it's bad, and I don't think it's gonna get any better. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah, that sim- simple. Yeah, it's sweet. It's simple and sweet, though. Mm-hmm. Something that we need to hear constantly. It's genuine. Yes. It's genuine, yes. for sure. Probably three different things. I would probably say always be kind. Mm-hmm. Don't ever apologize for being you. Mm-hmm. Right. And get a really good knowledge and know-how on passive income mm. yeah yeah you're gonna yeah. need all that stuff in life. Yeah. Because, yes, ma'am. yeah i i know for my kids i i don't want them to know how to pay their bills from working i want them to learn how to make their money grow so they don't have to right. work yeah. someday yeah yep. yeah all right guys well this is this is it we're done Okay, I'll give you my final conclusion. I'll be right back. Okay, I want to start my conclusion with the scripture in the Bible. It says in Ephesians 5, 15 to 16, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as the wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Look, honestly, my advice for the next generation is basically a warning. Life is too short. Time is ticking. And the worst thing you could do for yourself is live in regret. Therefore, I want to give you the advice of create your own happiness. Reach your goals. Break through your fears. Because in this life, you cannot press rewind. And regarding people, look, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. And if you hang out with fools, they will lead you astray. So you have a choice in what type of people you want to surround yourself with. Okay, this is your girl, Lita Rose. I'm out.